Hold on to your mug. We're in for a wild night. Greeting, traveler. Welcome, 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 everybody, to another episode of Born to be Wild, a wild exclusive Hearthstone podcast where we have fun hanging out with friends, talking about the wild format of Hearthstone and spotlighting members of the wild community. I'm your host, as always, Nate Wolf. It's super good to be here on a very rainy Friday night in Portland, Oregon. I'm joined by two of my favorite people. Michael, how are you doing this week? Hey, I'm doing great this week. Uh, it's not raining here. It's snowing now. It's uh it's getting at like 37 degrees for the high, about 15 for the low. It's cold, man. Yikes. Uh, it's good to see you. Uh, Hydralisk, welcome back. How you doing? I'm doing great. I've, I've got an opposite experience of you, uh, even though I'm pretty close to you. It's a, like it was a bluebird day this afternoon, anyway, into the evening. Like completely clear skies, which is very strange for this time of year, but... Uh, I'm looking forward to tonight. I'm looking forward to tomorrow because it's supposed to be nice out. And yeah, just glad to be here. Cool, cool. So, Mike, uh, who do we got joining us this week? Yo, this week we have a really, really special guest. So, a lot of people joke around, you know, Hunter is a meme class. Hunter is really under, under, underrepresented. Excuse me, I'm stuttering because I'm just so nervous. Like, <laughs> when you think about this player, like the level of skill he has, like, oh. it's really intimidating. But. We're all lucky because he's a great friend of the show. We have the hunter god in the building. Yo, the king of knuckles. Knuck if you buck. <laughs> My boy Doing. What's hey. up, boy? Yeah. Ooh, welcome to the show. Thanks, guys. I welcome, long, long overdue, man. I, it's very we're really excited to have you on. So Yeah. Uh, I was on two years ago when um on what, Born to be it's a Born to be Wild? No, into the wild. Into the wild. It must it into was wild. I swear though it was after I left. It was after so, you left, yeah. It was, it was Craig and uh, Saucy. I'm wow. I'm happy to finally get to talk to you. We've been chatting in DMs and stuff for God, probably a couple years at least. Yeah, yeah, know. yeah. So yeah, it's really exciting to have you. How are you doing today? Doing good. Doing good. Doing, doing. Looking forward to this. <laughs> doing. doing good. Doing good. Oh, That's great. Man. Hey, really so, happy to have you. Typically, we start out the show with sort of an introduction or an interview of of our guest. And so for those people, if, if you're not familiar with doing number one, shame on you. And number two, uh, we'd like to get to know you a little bit better. So would you mind giving us just a brief intro? Who are you? How long you've been playing Hearthstone? Why do you like wild as opposed to standard? Um, so I started playing Hearthstone. Um, I was a big magic player and, um, I actually played the wild TCG as well. Um, the World of Warcraft trading card game, which is like basically kind of like Hearthstone. Um, a lot mm-hmm. of the art comes from that too. And I played that. I had three kids in 15 months. Um, my wife and I had a daughter. And then 15 months later, we had twin boys. Wow. So uh, life got kind of crazy. Um, so because of okay, that, okay. I stopped really going to the local stores and play Magic um, and had to be at home more. So the fact that the game was on mobile was like amazing. Um I, at the beginning, it was on my iPad. I could just have it on my iPad, and I could still like feel like I was like doing like my competitive card gaming, you know. Um, so I started playing right at the beginning, um, maybe the second, first or second month. So was that 2014? Was it? I think it was like March 2014 ish. 
when it came out. Way back yeah, when. the official release. I think beta was some somewhere in 2013, and then yeah, official yeah. 2014. Um, and then uh, so the reason why I play Wild though is because since I started from playing from the beginning, like playing Wild is just playing Hearthstone. Like, like before with Standard, it was just Wild. Like you just played, you just played, you know, whatever cards they had. So just it's just the format that I play. I like to play with all the old cards and. Um, I just, when I go to standard, it's hard for me to sometimes build decks because I just, I go, oh, I want to do this. Oh, that card isn't in standard or this, uh, th-. like I like all the super strategies. So yeah, for sure. Uh, we joke sometimes that we've been playing uh wild since before it was called wild. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. So to us, it just, yep. we're playing Hearthstone. <laughs> well, we're just playing Hearthstone. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Do you want to players are the weird ones? <laughs> um, that's right. Yeah, you want to play Hearthstone or you want to play Standard? Those are the two formats. <laughs> hey, so how did you come up with the name Duin? Is there a story behind that? Yeah, there is. Um, it's yeah. funny because so I, there's a game called EverQuest that I used to play a lot. Um, it was like it's like uh, um, it's like it's like it was like Wild before Wild. Uh, um, and there's a there's a na- random name generator in that game that I just clicked for a dwarf character or no for a halfling character. And it just came up with the name Doing, and I was like, "Wow, I kind of like that." Like, how, like it's it just I don't know, it just it just felt very right. Um, so now that like since this was like a long time ago, I was probably I don't know, like ten or eleven, and th- I've just used that name for like every single character after that. Like if I yeah. play like D and D or you know whatever, it's just always my character's doing, 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 doing. So it it reminds me of when uh, the dwarf from Hearthstone says Anduin, but we just cut the beginning <laughs> part off. <laughs> I've, I've, I've spelt uh, my Reno Priest as Anduin, A N D U W I N, as my name before. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've put the deck list as Anduin before, like that. I wonder how many other people, if it if it was like in EverQuest the way it is in Hearthstone, how uh, there are like ten thousand silent storms out there. I wonder if there was oh. like other Duins in EverQuest. Yeah, I don't know. Or if it really mm. just picked a random name. Because it was just a random name. Like it was, I think I might have clicked it once or twice. Yeah. Um, I didn't click it very many times because as soon as I saw Duin, it just felt right. I was like, wow, this is a really cool name. Like, easy to say, yeah. very, very short name. I thought it was just like very, you know, cool. Um, so I, I mean, with it. I've never heard of any other Duin. I've yeah. seen many, many silent storms. Oh, yeah. No, I've seen a lot of silent storms. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's a couple of silent storms. I seriously thought I just was running into the same person all the time. Yeah, like, no, there's I was with one of the silent storms, and uh, actually two of them I'm friends with, and I thought they were the same guy for the longest time. Like I would talk to them on EU and NA, I thought it was the same server. Like they're they're the I'm sorry, the same like game on both servers, and I was like, oh my gosh, you guys are different. Like <laughs> it's kind of awkward. <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. Have you come across a uh, a fake doing in Hearthstone? No, I've not. But it's funny when people add me in game, they always go, "Are you the real doing?" Um, I'm like, "Yeah, yeah." It's like, mm. it'll be kind of crazy when like somebody creates a doing name, you know, in Hearthstone. Um, but uh, I thought about creating an alternate account called Do Lose, D U L O S D, and just do like an alt. But okay, okay, okay. The the only I've never seen. A single other Hydralisk ever playing this game. I've only no. seen myself, except for there is someone called Drunken Hydra. I oh. have seen that person. I've seen but that no person. Hydra. I've seen that person too. But <laughs> there's another Nate Wolf running around. I know it's so weird. Yeah, it, it's, it's something's little... off with his name though. It's a little different. 
He doesn't have the E at the end. It's a little bit disturbing. Okay. Him and I ended. So he, he also plays wild and he also hits legend every month. Yeah. And so I keep, I'll be playing and I'll get a message that says, you know, good luck, have fun or something like that. I'm like, uh, thanks. You know, what are you talking about? And they're like, oh, I thought I was playing you. And, uh, uh, no, it's my doppelgangster. And (laughs) Blue Train was playing the other night. He streams only, you know, once a month or something, not very often. Yeah. And this guy was in his chat. He goes, hey, you got to, you got to jump in chat real quick. And so it was that total like Spider-Man meme that like, it's you, it's me. (laughs) (laughs) It It was a little bit awkward. Um, I think crazy. I I don't know. It it might be his legit name. I don't know. Um maybe. Maybe. I'm a little skeptical. It's we gotta find out. Like as a person who uses his regular name in video games, like you found someone else with your name and like you gotta find out if it's a real name. I don't know. (laughs) Listen listen to this. I don't usually this is a, a very strange thing though, right? So my name is Nate Wolf. My brother's name is Alex, so Alex Wolf. It just so happens that these kids from the Naked Brothers band, their names are Nate and Alex Wolf. It's the most bizarre oh, wow. thing. They wow. spell they spell it differently. They spell it quite wrong, but it's <laughs> it, like, what are the possibilities, right, of some famous kids in a stupid band having the same exact first and last names as me and my brother? Like. I don't even know. Anyways, so we all know you as the Hunter King. What is it about Hunter that drew you in? Um, it's the, I like the flexibility of the class. Uh, Rexar was one of the biggest like selling points early on. Um, I'm not an aggro player at all, so Hunter, I, the Hunter was never appealing to me. It was the first class I picked up when I first got the game because it was cheap, and like I just went and built an aggro deck. Um, but because, uh, because it was just more like all about face, I gravitated towards, uh, Warlock, Warrior, and Druid, um, cause I wanted like longer, longer, more like control style games, um, and a little bit of Mage. And then when I had to come get my 500, uh, wins for Hunter, I started to play Hunter and it was after Rexar was out and I was like, wow, I couldn't believe like the flexibility of Rexar, like my would have a board state and i would be able to actually like respond to what they were doing it was a different style than i was used to i was used to like just playing the cards from my hand not actually like responding to my it just, it just like i just like that like flexibility of like responding like okay you do this i'm gonna have to find this to counter that or like i'm gonna have to put this which is why like the card called stitch tracker which allows you mm-hmm. to discover a meaning in your deck because it just offers that like flexibility where your opponent presents a threat and then you have you find the answer for it um i like that that play style so when Rexar allows me to do that, and um, Stitch Tracker was allowing me to do that, the card tracking is uh, kind of like the card. It reminds you of, like Ponder or Brainstorm from uh, Magic, as far as like being able to like dig into your deck to get things that you need consistently. So it's just those, those. It had those pieces together where I could play these like flexible, like mid range to control style like Hunter decks, and uh, and I loved like just bringing in weird tech cards for different metas and fighting the different metas with all these different tools that Hunter has. So do you, speaking of Deathstalker Rexar, do you remember at first when Blizzard said, Hey, we're not going to support him after this expansion. Like it's going to limit the card pool and everyone freaked out. Yeah. I'm glad they did it. Um, 
I don't. So that at that time, I didn't play Rexar, so I had no idea. I I just remember hearing about that. Um, like when I first got Rexar, it took a long time for me to actually use Rexar because um, Hunter just wasn't my. I didn't think Hunter was my thing. But yeah, no, I'm glad that they decided to add it. They just put like a rule on it as far as like um, a keyword in, uh, in text box. You can't have a, a keyword in separate text box um, on a card. So that that way, you, like when a new expansion comes out, you can tell which cards are going to be added and things like that. Right, right. So, yeah. It's a, it's a little sad, but I understand the design limitation of it. Oh, yeah, yeah. But it's it's great, though, to see like the new cards getting added and just like... The, the new things that you can do. Like, I love having access to some of the, uh, the, the secret one, the Hyena Alpha. Like, when I'm playing my secret builds, I can get, like, a big Hyena Alpha and get the two tutus. Um, and it's just, just some of the, some of the beasts that they've added recently have been just really good and flexible for the counter. So, and then you can get some of them with Echo, which is really cool, too. Like, the card that draws you a card when you, uh, use your hero power, you can get that with Echo. So you can, like, Echo it and mm. draw cards. And it, there's just little cool synergies that pop up. Yeah, I'm so glad that they decided to uh, keep Rexer up to date instead of just yeah. you know leaving it at that point. That would have been a little sad. Yeah, he he doesn't get very many cards each expansion either, so like it's it it feels nice. So for sure, makes sense. We now did... was it? Oh, oh go, go for ahead. No, no, oh, I was just gonna say, was it always like you you said you started off with Hunter, but did you ever like if you had a second love right now, what would oh, Mage? Your... Mage is my second love now. Mages, yeah. okay. Yeah, I but oh, like you got that Luna's Pocket Galaxy Mage. Yeah, I but I I love I like Mage. I actually started recently. Um, I never I said I would never play this deck, but I started really liking Quest Mage. Um, because of Standard, uh-huh. I play Cyclone Mage and Standard, and it made me start playing it in Wild. But I like Reno Mage a lot, LPG Mage. Um, and actually, that's that's the only class other than Hunter I have over two thousand ranked wins with. I Hunter, I have like fourteen to fifteen thousand ranked wins, so I have way more with Hunter. That's um, a lot of wins. Mage is like two thousand. <laughs> That's more wins than most people, period. Damn. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but there's another... I met another Hunter main who has like 22,000 wins and plays mainly Hunter and Wild. So we talk in Discord once in a while. So that's pretty cool. That's Holy. incredible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta slide that one in there. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so we had a couple questions from folks in our Discord. Uh, what is your favorite hunter deck? Like, regardless of what the meta is, if you had to choose a like an archetype, what would it be? Um, secret the spell based hunters are my favorite. Um, I like the I like the the claim death rattle hunter a lot, and like Sylvanas, Nine Lives, and Nazoth and stuff. But when it comes down to it, I really really like playing secrets. I like Subject Nine, um, Huntress. I like dumping secrets for free. Playing this, I love Spellstone. Um. I really, I really like the like the aggressiveness and mid range style of that deck a lot. Um, so yes, yeah, I would have to say like a secret hunter or like a spell based hunter um, are my are my favorite. And if you notice, like most of my arena lists are going to be you know subject nine secret hunter lists and like spell based lists. So the last two arena hunters I hit legend with were one was a spell yog list and then one is a secret based list. So. Right. How much are the hunter secrets? Are they all two? Yeah. Yeah. I as something like I've been playing the game for years now and just realized recently it's like, hey, Paladin Secrets are one, Hunter Secrets oh, are two, Mage yeah. Secrets are three. Like, how did I not know that for years? I, I One of those things you don't like think about it sometimes, I guess, right? 
Yeah, you're, you're not the only one though. I've had people like that like make custom cards. Um, we talk in Discord sometimes, and they'll they'll make like a a mage one like two costs, and I'm like, well, they're all three costs, and then they'll, they'll realize too. They're like, oh, you're right, they are all the same. Um, so you're not the only one. Wow, I uh, it's such a it's such a noob question. I feel a little guilty. <laughs> <laughs> I remember, I remember the first time. I mean, this is years ago at this point, but I remember the first time that I realized what, you know, the total amount of cards were that you could have in your hand was 10. And I didn't know that before. Like, they didn't tell you that anywhere. You just oh, learned. Yeah, like, yeah. I just had a lot of cards and then I drew another one and it burned. I was like, what? Wait a minute. What happened? And I think that feature where you mouse over the deck and it tells you how many cards are in your hand. Like, yeah. That was a feature that was added later. I mean, at least oh, after... Yeah. After we had Quite started a bit playing, later. so man, these new players they got no idea how good they have it. The cards glow yellow, so you know when to play them, right? <laughs> you know, the other one that I had no idea what it was was excess mana. I had no idea what excess mana and druid meant, like whatsoever. I thought these were just dead cards in my hand. I did, I didn't know what they did because it didn't mean anything to me. Anybody else have that issue, or am I, is, am I just crazy on that one? That's funny. Well, There's a lot of stuff that you don't realize <laughs> until you've been playing it for a long time. Yeah, and I, well, at the beginning, I, you know, I played a lot more aggro decks, too, so like the hand size thing, I guess I didn't also realize how big a you know, hand we're allowed to have. Um, I guess it was never so, an issue with an aggro magic, deck. <laughs> magic, you can, have, you can have as many cards as you want in your hand, as long as at the end of your turn, they don't have, they're not there. So, like, yeah, in this game, like you can't ever exceed 10. So right, well, that's how it was in Pokemon too. You can have as many hands in your card as you want. Yeah, it doesn't matter, and there's no discard. I mean, it's but it's a different thing. Like it's similar to Magic, where you run out of cards in your stack, then game over. So interesting. All right, uh, what is your favorite card, and why is it Knuckles? <laughs> oh, so <laughs> Knuckles is like my. Knuckles is like my favorite, like, like it's like a pet card. Um, if I had to really, if I had to really tell you, like, what my favorite favorite card is, it has to be Rexar. It seems like lame saying that because, like, it's it is what it is, but like, I mean, it's Rexar. Um, but like, my favorite like pet card is Knuckles, um, and it, it's just because I don't know. You just, I, when I first started playing that card, you, I just never saw that card ever see play, um, and I wanted to start loving. Um, Boomzuka, I I wanted a le- legendary hunter spell because I love spell based hunters, and I was disappointed that the legendary spell couldn't really be played in like pure spell hunter. Like I was like, why would you make a legendary hunter spell and not be played in pure spell hunter? I still want a legendary <laughs> hunter spell that can be played in pure spell hunter. Um, but um, I was I just was like I have to like this card and Knuckles and that card fit really well together so i started playing those memes early on and i fell in love with the, those two cards in, together um it got me to like it got me to like boomzuka and um and then knuckles has just been like kind of like my little sidekick since then you know <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna bring knuckles back because i need to beat these priests and knuckles beats big priest because i don't care about the taunts mm. knuckles actually wants the board to be wide with like taunts and things like so uh, i I'm gonna bring Knuckles back in the next, few, you know, few days here. I love oh, I can't it. wait for that. What is the card, Goblin something or other? The one that 
gives it plus what is it plus three yep. plus three and makes yep. it die at the end of the turn. Yep, goblin uh, goblin prank, I believe. Um, yeah, it's two cost. Give a minion plus three plus three and rush, and then it dies at the end of the turn. So that's a way that you can give Knuckles rush. Um, so you can play Knuckles from your hand, uh, hit, hit it with Goblin Prank, and then it becomes a, a 610, and then it swings in the six face. Then you can put a Beast Within on it, which gives it plus one, plus one, and makes it a 7, 11, and then that goes that will hit a minion. So that's 13 damage. Then you can hit it with another Beast Within, and it'll go up to 8, and it'll, it'll attack again for another 8 damage in a turn. Um, and then Trium Crescent also, if you attack with Trium Crescent, you, can get, you get a fourth attack. Um, and there's also other cards that give rush too. Like there's a minion that gives rush now. Um, and we have, uh, we have, uh, the, the broom gives rush. So these things need to yeah. be like explored. Animated um, broomstick. Griffin draws broom too. So like, I'm, I'm going to work. I'm going to have a knuckle seeker hunter pretty soon here. Oh, I so, can't wait. We had a, the, the other hunter, uh, main in discord. Um, the one, his name's North. He got legend with the deck not too long ago. And, um, I might work with what he has and, you know, see what I can come up with. So sweet. That sounds yeah. awesome. Mike, you got any questions for Mr. Dewin over here? So <clears throat> if they made a legendary spell for a spell hunter, what would you want it to do? So one of the spells, two of the spells I had in mind, um, one of the spells was I wanted to turn all um, all minions into animal companions to rent, like so it, like would turn all the minions into animal companions just because I I wanted a way for a hunter to be able to deal with um like uh like uh, Nizoth board fills and like we don't have any board clears so like that'd be like kind of like a board clear for us in a way um, fill the board with animal companions and then we could put up like a quick shot or you uh, know um, explosive trap or something. To help help with some of that board, um, or I've also thought about a spell we joked around in Discord about having a ten cost spell that summons all all beasts that died that game. It'd be like all a ten beasts. cost spell that summons all uh-huh. beasts that died that game. But mm. we, it'd be all beasts that died that game, so your opponent could actually screw that the pull up a little bit, which would make it a little less powerful. But I think that would make it like not too crazy either. But it'd pull record minions and stuff too. It'd be kind of cool. It'd be more fair. Yeah. It's like when yeah. you when you Goldan and you end up bringing back crappy like one three demons. I mean, it happens, and people can yeah. pollute your res pool. Yeah, yeah. So it wouldn't be yeah. The, the polluting the res pool would make it not feel so like bad. But also, you can't run. It makes it so you can't play certain lower cost beasts too. So you have to like you know like like Lyrax, You don't want to pull like these lower cost beasts. So you have to or like Katharina. So like um, unleash the hounds. Yeah, yeah. So there's some limitation there. So maybe maybe it'll be good just to be like on your side of the board. I don't know, but those two are, are two cards I've I've thought about. That's that's cool. pretty cool. I like yeah, I like those ideas. Very cool. Very creative. Bring back bring back King Crush. I mean that'd be cool. To turn everything into an animal companions. That'd be sweet. Like I can see it'd that. Like, like, it'd be like the Murloc card though. that turns everything into Murlocs, but it'd be animal yeah. companions. So exactly, there's actually yeah. ways I guess you could combo with it. If depending on the cost, I don't know. It might have to be ten cost. I don't know, but like you can unleash the hounds and change those into animal companions, or like it'd be kind of cool to have some kind of like way for hunting to use it like that. That would be nuts. Yeah. And then you get all Huffer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Or you just get all Leoc or something, or you know. But like, but I think it'd be cool for both 
both on both sides, you know, turn everything just because it would give Hunter a way to deal with some of these sticky taunts because we don't have very good like clears. Hey, some games they might get that three three taunt, but then hey, you might get a uh, you know all Leox in one charge for lethal. Yeah. Anyway, I'll just keep going on there. I'll shut up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think, I think that, that's a card that I've always had kind of in mind, you know, or turn everybody into one one snakes or something, or just some some way to like uh like like some kind of like devolve style effect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah, I like it. I like it. Yeah, yeah. I remember when Call of the Wild first came out, and like the, it's just the dopest spell. I loved it. it mm-hmm. And then it got nerfed, mm-hmm. and it was so sad. And then they reverted yeah. it, and that was a good day. That was a good day. I, I I've hit Legend with it multiple times at eight. It's actually like a blast. I awesome. It's in the list that we're going to talk about later today. Like I I love that card. Nice. <laughs> so so someone else had a question. Uh, asking why do you like quote unquote greedy decks? I think they're referring to the card selection that you put in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, so so why I like greedy decks is I like just doing big fun like I, I like doing just big fun cool things. Um, I'm like more like a like a Johnny player. Like I like to win in cool ways and do fun and cool things. And usually those things are big. Um, Hunter has a unique thing about it where it can actually fight aggro pretty well so you can actually do some really big fun cool things and greedy things in hunter and then be able to fight aggro um because of our large secrets and some of our early removal and things um but i i just see yeah, i just enjoy winning really like in cool styles and doing big fun greedy things is <laughs> right up my alley so. i'm with you there what's your what's your hot take on jewel of nazoth jewel i I like it, but so right now it's just hard to play because of a priest. Uh, Reno priest. Um, the decks that I be, I'm playing it in are just they just lose to Reno priest because Reno priest beats all the big decks, and most of the decks that we're playing jewel in our big decks. So I need the experiment with jewel um, and cards like uh, albatross um, and bad luck albatross, and maybe some of the lower end stuff too, just uh, just to see because some of the just so I don't have to lose the big priest. Um, yeah. big priest uh, Reno priest, I mean. So it, it's, it was a card I was so excited about because it's a hunter spell that costs eight. So it's the great, great cost for Spiteful. Um, it's, it has my love for Nazoth, Death Rattle, and Spell, so I can play Zul'jin with Death Rattle. Like, it, it was everything I could ask for. I just haven't figured out the deck yet. Um, Reno Jackson hit Legend with one, I, but it still struggles with Priest, Reno Priest. So as far as like playing it at Legend, it's going to struggle. Um, you're going to catch some ladder decks where you might see more aggro, but at Legend, you're going to see more Reno Priest and you know Dark Claire, and it just it kind of starts to struggle. That's the beauty of Wild is it'll always be there, and the card pool's always continuously growing. And yeah. so, like if it's not there right now, oh yeah, it, it can definitely be there in the future. Yeah, the yeah, so in the chat saying the the uh, yeah. Bad Luck Albatross at three was really cool for Hunter. We played it in the egg decks, and it was actually like kind of amazing. Uh, at four, it feels slightly slow. Um, it feels very slow. As a Warlock yeah. player, it feels very slow at four. I have other more important things in my, in my four-mana slot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it hurts. So it might be something we see once it rotates out, because um, it was an issue in Standard. Like you could just jam that in every deck, basically. I think that was the, was the problem. And they're trying to get. Their, they're trying to push their Highlander like decks and standard. 
And then you had this card that messed with that. So I could see it might go to back to three because it really didn't do too crazy of stuff in wild. I mean, it's all playing the odd decks, but like, I think those decks kind of deserve a chance against Reno. Agreed. So, Agreed. So yeah. Uh, sidestepping a little bit. I saw that you, your bio says that you're a mathematician. So I am curious a little bit how that has influenced your, your love of card games and RNG in general. Yeah. Um, so I like problem solving and I like, I like just figuring things out, um, which is the, the, you know, the math part of me. And, uh, I like figuring out how to beat metas and how to beat build decks. And that's where I'm a deck builder. I, I, I like just figuring things out. So like you present me with the meta, like you gave me snip snap meta. I like taking a hunter and going, okay, how am I going to beat this? And looking at all the cards and figuring out the interactions and that's when I discovered that Swamp King Dread makes it so Snip Snap can't combo. And they can't Plague of Flames you if Swamp King Dread's on the board because they can never stick a minion. Um, so, and they don't run any big minions in that deck. So you could just play Swamp King Dread and just look at them. And then they, would, they, would, they wouldn't be able to deal with it. So um, I, liked, uh, I, I like being able to figure those things out. And Swamp King actually came in play during the Star, Starliner meta as well. It allows it so that they can't play their, uh, um, their Aviana. Yeah, just, just snipe it right away. So I played it in Seeker Hunter during that meta, um, and it's just fun to it's just fun to figure those things out and to, to have a deck and situations and yeah, just work through it. And that's why the Discord I have the Hunter Discord it's been great because it's like when I was in college and doing math, we worked together a lot on like projects and worked in like classrooms with a bunch of math people and like worked on problems and studied together. So my Discord is kind of like well, that's what we're doing. We're throwing out deck ideas and talking about lists and sharing data and like you know studying together but building decks so do you think it helped you when the uh the booms day puzzles came out you know, I didn't do, it's so funny i didn't do any of the Boomsday puzzles oh man i feel like you'd um, have like the upper i would probably have one. a blast with those um they don't work right now or something and there's something like a bug or something with one of them i think there's a card nerfed that messed one of them up oh um, really i yeah, yeah i can't remember What's that? Yeah, yeah there's but, um, something up with it. Yeah. But um no, I didn't I so I think at the time it didn't reward me anything I felt like I wanted, so I just didn't end up doing them. But <laughs> that, that would have been that would have been something that was really cool. It, old magic magazines used to have a uh they used to present you with like a hand and a board state and you have to figure out the lethal. Yeah. Um, spot spot the lethal is great. Yeah, so th- that that th- that was always really fun to do in Magic. So like, yeah, in oh, it's full of that. If you ever bored one day, <laughs> yeah, I'd sit down and do them for sure. Hey, we got a we got a couple of questions for you from chat as well. Yeah, Mike, do you mind taking these? Got it. All right. So, doing. How do you find uses for cards the community claims are only trash? How do you find use for cards the community claims are only trash? Um, how do you find use for cards? Well, you you first have to pick the card. Um, so one thing I, you can do is like if say uh, for example, what this happened the other day? Uh, what was the card? It was it's a three six. Whenever you play a one cost card, you put a mech in your hand. One cost spell, you put a mech in your hand. Um, Somebody was talking about how that was trash. And I was like, no, no, we can make this card sweet. So um, there's a mech. It's a 3-6 it's a card. Oh, I forget what it's called. 
but anyway, it's it's a three six. It's um when you play a one cost spell, you put a mech. Yeah, oh, so Gaslow. Gaslow, yeah. So somebody that oh, was a recent okay. one that someone said was trash, and I was like, no, no, let's make this sweet really quick. So right away, I was just thinking like, what would be what what? How can I produce a lot of one cost spells? Um, and I instantly thought mage, and um, mage actually has some mech uh, synergy, but also can't really cheat that card out because card costs six. Um. And then I instantly kind of went to Druid, and I was like, well, Druid has a minion that gives makes all your spells cost one. So if you all your spells cost one, then mm. you could just play a bunch of spells into this card and add mm. a bunch of mechs to your hand. And they also have, like, Survival of the Fittest, which if you play that for one, you could buff all the mechs in your hand. And they also have Aviana, which makes all the minions cost one. So you could actually, like, play Gazlo, dump all these spells, turn them all into minions, buff them all, and then just dump your whole hand. Um, and it just, that, it was just like, an, I just looking at the card and just kind of thinking about all the cards in the, the pool that worked with that card. And that was, and I posted a clip of the combo within like 30 minutes of, uh, the player, uh, posting it on Twitter. Um, but sometimes it can just be simple as just t- like searching like a keyword. Like you have a card, um, uh, I'm so bad. I'm so bad with names, Nate. But you love this card, actually. <laughs> you love this card. It's a, uh, it's a eight cost three nine in Paladin. That when you heal, you deal damage. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, it's yeah. The, the. I believe you love this card. The black guard or black something card. like that. Yeah, yeah. So you can just type in the word heal and just search all the Paladin cards. Um, Man, I've and been trying to make that deck work for so long. I know, me too. <laughs> that card is fun. Six, I, yeah, I just like that yeah. card. Um, but that uh. You just search heal and just search through all the heal cards and just see what you can come up with. Um, and you also want to be able to deal damage to yourself so you can heal. So, yeah. Okay. It's excellent. Hey, um, let me throw one more at you. Um, since you said that you played uh, a little, little bit of mage and standard, um, do you ever find standard strategies that work their way into wild decks for yourself? Or do you see yes. them elsewhere? There's, actual, there's, there's, there's a player who's really good at this. That's Corvette. Um, mm-hmm. most of the time when you see Corbett do really well with the list, it's, he just took the sh- standard list and just ported it to wild. So I haven't done enough of that yet. Um, I, yeah, I, I, I need to do that more now. I, I haven't, I've been more where I just want to do like things I've never seen. Like I enjoy doing things I've never seen. So I see it in standard mm-hmm. and it works in standard. I'm just like, I've already seen it. Um, Got it. but I, it does need to be explored more because there's a lot more data and a lot more. Uh, deck builders working on decks in standard to to make those decks like perfect. So we need to take th- that that knowledge from you know that they've already used and port it to wild um, and see if we can come up with some new archetypes. And Corbett's really really good at that. Like everything Corbett does when it comes to those lists, I'm always really impressed. I'm like, wow, they, he took a really nice port of a standard version of the deck and made it you know in wild. That's a really good point. There was a aggro rogue that he had with the hook scimitars and waggle pick that he put out yeah. like a while back now, but clearly like a standard deck that he had yeah. made for wild. And I played a whole bunch of that and I had a blast. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good, it's definitely something to, to, to look into. I need to do it more with Hunter and I've talked about in the, um, in discord going through past Hunter decks bringing up the old meta hunters and just trying those decks like now with a few cards tweaked because they worked back then. Like death Rattle hunter used to be amazing and standard and there's nothing like we can't really get it to work in wild, but maybe we should just take the old standard list 
run it in wild and then add cards to it and like start to 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 rebring decks like that back into the meta. I mean, I actually had somebody do Tunnel Trog into Totem Golem on me yesterday. So bringing back old decks could totally work. (laughs) That's right. Hey, one more question. Blue Train asks... Yeah, I saw that up to earlier, Biden. Yeah, what was yeah, the question? He said, who is a historical figure that you draw inspiration from and aspire to be like? Ooh, historical figure. Um, I don't I don't know, necessarily know if the, I, there's actually like one figure I like look up to to want to be like, um, I'm more, more of anything. I just want to be, I just want to be like, just a really like, just like kind and like kind person that like, gets along with everybody and like just wants to like spread like joy and things. Like I just want to like have fun and like make sure everybody around me is having fun and enjoying themselves. Um, if there's a person like that, I would inspire to be that like that, but I don't necessarily have somebody in mind like, you know, that I would inspire to be like, um, and so is not historical though. There's a player in magic called Reed Duke. His name is Reed Duke. He's been kind of my, uh, like my inspiration for how to like be as a player because he's very respected to magic as like just a like a really nice nice guy to be around. He's very very good. Um, I've got to play him in magic before at tournaments and uh, met him a couple times, and I, I inspired to be like him as far as like maybe in the Hearthstone community. So that's a great oh, yeah, choice. Yeah, like Reeves. It. There you go. Keanu Reeves is cool. That's awesome. <laughs> hey, can we talk about your rap skills for a second? Because oh. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, think so. I talked about that a while back, and I haven't done any of that on stream like ever since the very beginning. I saw um, two clips like a couple days after each other, and both times I was like, "Oh my god!" Like who yeah. who would have thought? And yeah, it's so. In high school, I used to do it. I like music a lot. I play guitar. I play drums. Um, I rap a little bit. Um, I just love all music. So. Um, and rapping was just something that, you know, you could do when you had kids and it wasn't loud and like, you know, like I could just like do it in my head or I'm driving. Um, but it's something that like I'm, as far as like freestyling goes and things like that, it's, I've started to lose those skills because I haven't practiced those like rhyme words and like, like, the, you know, the, the thinking ahead, like I used to be able to do, you know, 10 years ago, but um, yeah. it's, it's still fun to piece together words and figure out what works together and things like that. And it can be mathematical as well. I've written some math raps and wrapped it for my students and stuff. So, yeah. Oh, I like that. We got to get you on a track sometime. Yeah. Yeah. We got to do a collab one day. I'd love to do that. Like sit down and write something. That'd be fun. So. I really like the point that you brought up about how you can. Drums are loud. Trust me. I know. I, I, I had drums. I'm a father. I don't have drums anymore. I had to sell my drum set. Yeah, I don't have a drum set yeah. anymore. Yeah, they're they're gone. <laughs> um, and but yeah, no, it's something that you can do either like just by yourself in your head, like whatever. And that, that, that's a really good point. I, I, I like that you can keep the music going, but yeah, at a more tame, quiet level that's not yeah. going to wake a baby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And I go through phases too, like different, like I'll, I'll, I'll like go through phases on what genre I like too. like, so, sometimes I'll be like almost all rap or all like rock or all classic rock or all like, like, like and now I listen to a lot of uh, like, like, uh, electro- you know, electronic dance music. So like glitch mob and things like that. I'm listening to a lot of like dubstep and stuff. But like, yeah, I go through phases too. So 
in the genres. Yeah. Oh, I do that as well. I do that as well. I, I agree. Someone in the chat said, uh, Hydralis looks like he'd be a drummer. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. He does, he does look like a drummer. You could do a, a drum solo with your hands on your on your mouse pad over there. <laughs> I'm sure. It's not quite the same anymore, I suppose. No. No, it's not. The only drumsticks I have left are... Um, I do have a drumstick that I caught at a Megadeth concert, and I have that. And the only cool drum skin I have is I actually have a Motorhead drum skin signed by uh, the drummer. um, And I got it at the Motorhead 2005 30th anniversary tour. And it's a snare skin. And I still have that. I went to that concert. That's 15 years ago. Wow. That's really cool. A drumstick seems like a very dangerous thing to throw. (laughs) Like, it's not sharp. Like into a crowd of people. Oh, yeah, no, that, that's the thing. It, they do I, went to, time. I went to war for that drumstick. <laughs> yeah. I've never caught, I've never been lucky enough to catch one. Uh, like, so I caught uh, it at the same time as like another guy in the crowd. Yeah. And this is during Megadeth used to have these things called Gigantour. And um, it, it was this big tour that they used to do with all the big metal bands. And I was yeah. like right there in the mosh pit and. Um, I think it, if it was Nick Menza at the time who was the drummer, I can't remember who was the drummer at the time, but they chucked the drumstick and I caught it, but somebody else caught it. And then it was a tug of war and turned yeah. into rolling around on the ground and who can pull the drumstick up yeah. of the death grip of the other person's hand. But I walked away victorious. Oh, that's funny. And I still have it. I caught a water bottle from a singer once. That's about it. <laughs> so, nowadays everyone runs away because it's a like covid yeah 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 someone in chat says you can't be a drummer because you're wearing a shirt and drummers don't wear shirts <laughs> this is true Yo, this is the craziest podcast we got hydros out here beating people with drumsticks we got doing wing catching britney spears water bottle this is great i love this episode man <laughs> this is awesome Oh god, this is great. I'm I'm excited to have you on. Man, it's uh oh. this is great. Uh having a little bit of a fanboy moment, not gonna lie. So Bro, this is awesome. Let me get you. Alright, you guys got any questions before we move on a little bit? Yeah, so one question um somebody asked, uh yeah, so why I like Hunter is mainly because uh my love for uh Rexar. Rexar Stitch Tracker and the card tracking are like the three cards that made me really love Hunter. Um, Stitch Tracker allowing me to discover cards in my deck um, and be able to react to what my opponent's doing to find answers. And then the discover mechanic from Rexar and uh, tracking to be able to to, to like thin my deck out to get the pieces that I need um, are like the three key cards that really made me fall in love with Hunter. Because um, I was like, wow, this class can be flexible, not just an aggro class. Like We can we can make it like adapt to what the opponent's doing and uh, run key tech cards and, and find those with consistency. So, yeah. Nice. Yeah, Stitch Tracker is an amazing card. When that card came out, uh, I was all over it. And I loved the, at the time, playing standard, the Recruit Hunter. Yeah, yeah. It was so good. I I got a question. Being someone who mains Hunter, Mm -hmm. do you have the dirty habit of trying to make all your cards gold? Oh, yes. My my Hunter gold collection is actually, like, insane. Um, And I have to be careful because I get, I don't want to get in the habit of, like, 
justifying a card over another card because I don't have it in gold. Like saying, like, <laughs> oh no, this card is strictly better because I have it in gold. I don't feel like crafting the other one in gold. So I have to be careful sometimes of that. Um, I do play on two other servers, so um, I will sometimes build decks on there, and those are all non-golds. So it allows me to like, you know, feel like I can run this card over this card or something like that. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I really like all my hunter decks being all gold if I can, like especially with hunter. As um, a fellow whale, we're in a pretty pretty soon we'll be changing the name of the show to Born to Be Whale, yeah. or or maybe I'll just be changing my my last name to Whale instead of Wolf. But Nate Whale. <laughs> Have you figured out a an effective way cost wise to craft gold cards? Because that's where I struggle. Like after the set comes out, the only thing I've been able to figure out is you buy like the sixty card bundle because it's the best value. Hope you get gold cards, hope you get good dust return. But it's so expensive. So how I how I do it is I only craft um gold cards. I won't craft a non gold anymore. Oh, okay. I I say that, but there are times when I have to craft. Like there, are, I do make an exception for a legendary once in a while. Um, I only craft gold cards, so that way, and I try. I'm, I try to be patient on pulling the cards I want from the set. Like, so what that does is it allows me to not craft like a bunch of cards. I, you know, or like waste dust on cards I'm gonna just dust anyway, or like. Re- recraft and things like that it makes it so that i'm only crafting the cards i absolutely know i want and will play um and if i don't want it bad enough then i'll just wait and pull it um so that that's the way i do it is i just only i try to only craft gold cards and i try to set goals too like right now i'm working towards yog and gold um or i'm working for a double jewel of nazoth and gold and i've got like 1400 dust so as soon as I hit the the number to, to get those cards, I just get it right away. So I set like I set like goals, um, and once I hit the dust for it, I just go ahead and do it, and then I just set out a new goal, like think about the next card I want, and then just save up my dust. And then it's like kind of fun when you get there. Oh, nice! I can craft that card now, and then you just set your next goal. Um, hmm. So I do that. So I never have dust. I only have like I I max out at like thirty two hundred dust because I never go over. I never make two legendaries my goal. It's always one legendary go back to zero then my next legendary you know but i guess i guess if it's before an expansion sometimes i'll just like hold up and wait before an expansion i'll sometimes save a little bit of dust yeah i feel you there this is the first expansion in a long time i didn't craft a oh other than that uh i normally craft the golden legendaries i want before the expansion yeah this time i had no idea like I'm not sure. Like, there's cards that look like they're going to be good, but this time I I didn't touch it. But I did craft the uh, the epics in mage, the ones the four four that make a copy of itself. Oh, if you have the conjurer, that'd be a good one. Yeah, the conjurer. I, I crafted those in gold, just because they're amazing. So I crafted Dude, I... three oh. old gods. Oh, I think it was three old gods. I, think I crafted Cthulhu in gold. Yeah, I crafted Cthulhu in gold, Yogg in gold, and I crafted uh, um, Weissraj in gold. So, Damn, I didn't pull, so I didn't pull Weissraj or Yogg, so I had to craft both of those. And then Cthulhu, I just loved it so much that I just crafted it in gold. Like, I pulled it in non-gold and crafted it in gold still, because I just love that card so much. Love Did you ever see the new Nazoth ever working in a Hunter deck? 
I took one into top 100, but it was on. It was only because I went 5-0 like with it. Um, it was a Reno Hunter. Um, I posted it on um, Twitter. It was. It's a really fun deck, but I don't necessarily know how competitive it is because I, I, even though I went 5-0 and like got from like you know like 200 to 100 legend, I think I like lost the next five in a row. Yeah, small <laughs> sample size. You yeah, got the yeah. good matchups. Yeah, so like I started hitting like a bunch of like just weird yeah aggro matchups, and I was like, oh, and now we're losing. Um, but I I do think there is something for it. I pulled it on Asia server, and that's a free to play server that I play on. I pulled it on that server, and I don't plan on dusting it because I do think it should be explored in Hunter, especially because we have um, Dire Frenzy and um, that that Taunt Amalgam now, that's Taunt right, one yeah. that we can shuffle extra copies into our deck, and then um, Ursatron draws those, and you know like ingenuity draws those and then we can dissolve like like you know like four or five board states like yeah i, I there's some experimenting that needs to be done also rexar can get discover that amalgam as well and the other amalgam um and uh Nizoth would bring the uh the 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 zombies to amalgams back as zombies mm. so so there there's there some flex there's some things that need to be explored there so yeah that's sick i like cool. that that's genius Love it. All right. Uh, let's move on a little bit here. I do, before we get too far ahead of ourselves, I do want to say a big thank you to our, uh, the folks that support our show, our patrons. Uh, first off, Shokunin and Pug Ugly, who are the executive producers of our show. Thank you so much for your support. Uh, it really means a lot. And also to our patrons, Adam W., Claudette G., Daniel B. Thank you very much, you guys. We really appreciate your help. If anyone out there is interested in supporting our show, uh, we do have a Patreon. It's patreon.com slash born to be wild HS. Uh, there are other ways that you can support the show. If you're interested, primarily go to our YouTube and subscribe. We're almost at a thousand where we just peaked over nine. We're, we're at like last time I checked, we were at like nine Oh nine or something right around nine Oh five or something like that. Hey, and, subscribe uh, now. You hear my voice. Subscribe <laughs> now. Let's go. It would actually, <laughs> it would actually help us quite a bit or leave a review on iTunes, leave a review on Warcraft Radio, something like that would be super cool. If you if you like the show and want to do us a favor, that would help quite a bit. Uh, that's about it. I don't want to take up too much of your time, but let's. Uh, I will. I, I guess at this point, we'll pass the mic over to Mister Hydralisk over there. Yeah, everybody. So we'd like to touch base with everyone. Just see, you know, what we've been up to the last week or two. See how everything's going. What you, what's going on in life? What's life going on on the ladder? Like, what what are you doing in Hearthstone? So, uh, doing. What's been new with you? What have you been doing the last week? I I've been playing a lot of Battlegrounds. Ooh, <laughs> fell in love. Like, just absolutely fell in love with Battlegrounds. Um, I suck well, you so definitely much teach, at it. Like, you how can do teach you teach me something? Yeah, I don't know. Seriously, nothing. <laughs> how? What's what's that? What's, what's the question? I'm sorry. Well, oh, just uh, what you've been doing this week. That's all. We we're just saying. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, no, yeah. So, uh, um, yeah, battlegrounds. Well, because the new system like requires like like time for experience now. Like battlegrounds is just super chill. You don't even really have to pay attention to what you're doing like too much. If you're just like, if you just want to just, you know, just have time in the game, you could just have it off on the side and just be, you know, just have to swipe every once in a while. Um, I mean, uh, you don't do very good. You don't do very good when you do that, but you get the XP. Um, but on my main account, I've been, I mean, I'm not that high or anything. Like I just started. So I'm only like, I'm not even 5,000 yet. <laughs> Cause like I just started playing. I'm not um, even 500 yet. Oh, <laughs> I, um, I'm like 47 or something, 4,700. Um, 
but I, I, uh, I'm enjoying it. Like I, I, it feels very balanced. There's a lot more strategy in Battlegrounds than I had thought. I thought it was literally just random craziness, and I was like, this seems so lame. But no, there's actually like placement and there's attack order, and like it's actually like I love it. You know what? It it is fun. It's not my game of choice, but I really like your point about if you're just sitting there, and like like for me, my my television is like right here. And I can sit here and I can watch TV and I could totally just jam some BGs and get some XP. Yeah, that's, you don't have to really pay attention. Yeah, like it's like, oh, oh, it's my turn to pick something. All right, cool. And now I got 45 seconds while everybody else picks stuff. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just yeah. getting totally some experience. Off to the side. Um, and then you randomly complete some, uh, some of your achievements as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. Right, so that's kind of cool. I like it too. I think the way that the uh, ladder system works. A lot of times, I play games late at night, and if I don't want to take my rank, I have to really pay attention, and so I don't always want to place uh, the ranked ladder. But if I just want something to kind of chill, Battlegrounds is perfect. You can jam some games; I don't have to worry too much. And if I lose, I lose, but I don't have to worry. There's about. I don't know, losing my rank or whatever. Yeah, it's really fun. Yeah, I'm totally. Yeah, and it's, it, but... it's nice. Um, it's it's kind of nice. Like, so I'll lay in bed sometimes, like to play a game of Hearthstone or something before I go to bed. Like, so it's just more chill to like play. Like, there's just less thinking. There's like, I never get tilted in battlegrounds either. Like, I like I just it's just super chill. That's a good point. I don't think I've ever gotten tilted in the well, the limited experience that I do have. Yeah. It's like, I guess that didn't work. Oh well, yeah, yeah. like next game. But a lot of streamers uh, are starting to switch to it. I know Jack. Jack, I think is stri- strictly streaming Battlegrounds right now. He is. He's yeah. sitting like at platinum five yeah. or something. Yeah, and yeah. just full on. And Odd Dragon, Odd Dragon made the switch right away. Odd Dragon was a uh, big wild player at one time, and he right away he made the switch to Battlegrounds and just never looked back. I don't want to do that yet. I I put out some feelers in chat like, I, what if I played standard or or uh, um, Battlegrounds, and they're like, no, doing like, no. play wild, play wild. <laughs> I, was like, I, was like, I won't do that to you guys. <laughs> yeah. Wild. No. No, I like, yeah. I like wild. We'll, we'll make this work. I'm going to bring Knuckles back. And, uh, that'll, that'll I have a couple help. other Hunter decks that are just like my, my, my go-to tilt strategies that I, I play. What about duels? Have you dipped your toes there since it I, is wild as well? I need to play duels more. Um, I don't know. I liked it at the beginning a little bit, but it just sometimes it felt like if I wasn't getting the right, um, whatever they're called, the like the the treasure cards, like if I wasn't getting like the right ones, like early, yeah. I was like falling behind. Like if I was going like a death rattle strategy, and like I was never rolling the death rattle ones, and I would like face another death rattle strategy that like got the, the two they want right away. I was like, come on now, like it just felt like I I was I didn't like that aspect of it. Um, but I haven't played it recently, and I think that. They've they've added some new yeah. hero powers and things. I need to yeah, play it was more. quite quite bare bones at the beginning, and it's only yeah. gonna you know open up and get more variety, which I really appreciate. So I, I love the the solo adventures though, like the, uh, the there's a dual class solo adventure. Um, the uh, it's the one with the, the I don't even remember the name of it. That's the one with Reno and all the characters, um, Brand and everybody. Um, there was it was a dual class. Oh. 
Yeah, the new league. Savior's one, yeah, old Savior, one, old yeah. one. Yeah, Savior's one. Yeah, that I, oh, I last okay, playing okay, that. Okay. I actually bought that on EU just so I could like play through it all again and earn everything again because I have, I have a blast with that. The Tears so of it, Terror. Yeah, 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 yeah. I I love that. I like I like the idea of dual classes in general. I would love for us mm-hmm. to have like some kind of mode where we can like full rain like build dual class decks and like play against like 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 bosses or something they should make arena just dual class in general you could pick dual class or single class yeah yeah if Um, if it was dual class arena like even just against friends and stuff Um, yeah i just want to play katharina and druid like (laughs) i just want to play (laughs) katharina and druid decks that sounds broken yeah like that'd be just like crazy and i want to put like some of the druid b stuff like i want to i want to play the uh the warrior rhino that has rush and draws rushes i want to play him in the katharina deck and hunter um Oh the, the, yeah, yeah like okay. I'd love to play him and uh, Catherine Deck and Hunter the the Rhino that because um, I'd love to dire frenzy him into my deck and then have him start chaining into himself, <laughs> which I've done in that that that, that venture before. There's I've okay. got offered dire frenzy and him and I had a blast. Cool. So yeah, Catherine and uh, Tyrantis would be so nuts. That and then Catherine, well, Catherine and um, uh, uh, Malarn, yeah, Malarn. Would be, would be really good. Malorn is the nine seven that Death Rattle shuffles into your deck. It's a seven cost oh. nine seven legendary beast. Oh yes, it shuffles into your deck. That and Katharina and nine lives, and I just I just want to put Druid <laughs> and Hunter cards together. Oh Wait, what's the, what's what's this so fun? What's the Skeleton Knight's Death Rattle? Is it not the same thing? If you I kill it, it, it goes into your deck. It's a Joust, though. It only if it's, it's, a, uh, it's a Joust. Oh, it's a Joust. Yeah, that's what yep. it is. It Joust and goes in your hand. It's a six Joust. Stupid card. Yeah, it's a card I don't own. That's actually one of the ones that legendaries I don't own that I kind of want because, like, why not? Like, I like Death Rattle cards. Yeah, well, it's the only golden legendary I know for sure I don't own because I disenchanted it. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and it took me a long time to do so. I was like, this card's gonna be good one day. Yeah, so yeah, Akali the Rhino, Akali the Rhino. I, that's a card I, I just like. Think that card's so cool. Like it has rush as a beast, it draws another yeah. rush and buffs it. Like it's just a cool card. That's awesome. All right, so BGs for you this week, hey? That's what yep. you you've been up to. How about you, Mike? How's your week been going? What's going on with you? I think you got a you had a pretty good week, didn't you? Yeah, um, it's been going pretty great. Um, so this week uh, is my last week working part time. Next week I'll be starting full time. Um, yeah, my application got approved through the school district. So I'll be working full time as a uh, paraprofessional. Nice. So um That's awesome. Yeah, I appreciate man. it. Congrats. Congrats for Thank sure. You. Yeah, so um I'll be doing like four days at the building and one day remote. Um so that one day remote is Wednesday is Wednesdays. Um so with that, you know, um I'll be doing like Google Meets, Zoom calls like I do at the school, but yep. um from home on Wednesdays. So it's pretty cool because I got blessed this week by our executive producer, Shokunin, with a uh, Amazon order. Um, and in that order came a whole new uh, Yeti microphone blackout. Oof, got a whole new uh, arm. We got a pop filter right here. Yo, he hooked me up, dude. We got a that's, that's brand awesome. new web camera. So, like, this thing does three things at once, right? It'll help with things at work because I got uh, Google Meets and Zoom calls. So I'll sound, you know, more professional, more clear, more audible. 
um, it'll definitely help with the streams. And then starting next week, it'll help with the podcast. Um, I'll finally be official. I'll sound just as clear as you guys. You know, you know what I'm saying? It'll, it'll look really nice around here. I'm so looking I'm forward to testing that. that out with you. We'll we'll play around with it and get all yeah. that stuff working. That's going to be sweet. Mm-hmm. It's working, be working remotely, it's so funny. Like you could tell who streams because of their mic setup. Like, yeah, you know, because <laughs> a lot of people are on a, a cell phone or a, um, you know, or uh, I guess you know using the mic on the webcam and then every once in a while you see somebody <laughs> like like doing that's got or yeah. me that's got uh, you know the big big headphones and a and a mic with a boom arm and the whole deal and it's like oh my god you gotta what is that <laughs> <laughs> like, oh this guy's the real deal <laughs> uh, yeah i know no, i know when i do <laughs> your resolution is so high what's going on it's all nice and clear Look at that so mic. Crisp. We can hear you so crisp. My, I did a Zoom thing with my dad, and he's like, "You sound like you're on the radio right now." <laughs> that's the point. I mean, uh, that, that's yeah. the point. My dad doesn't know I'm on a podcast. <laughs> oh my gosh! Um, yeah. So uh, to round up my week, now that I'm working full time uh, in the mornings, I had to cut back on the, uh, you know. 10 to 12 hour streams because I was waiting to go back to work. <laughs> so um, I've been doing um, some night streams during the week, uh, just just a few hours. But um, I'm wait, now wait, reduced wait. to just... Did you just say to... you were doing some streams? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sorry, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> I was doing some streams, you know, doing the thing. <laughs> um, so yeah, now my long day is just uh, Sundays. I go on. I go on at uh, eleven and just hanging out all day Sunday. You know, I got football in the back, make some food, just hanging out. Um, just kind of laid back, but uh, like, like every stream. But um, I c- kind of miss it because like it was cool just hanging out on Twitch, um, seeing like different waves of people come in and out throughout the day. Um, I was working from home before. It wasn't like I wasn't working, but I guess now we having to leave four days a week. It, I just I have been feeling like the lack of uh stream time but this past week i got uh raided by concerned mom uh keith numbers wild card uh hazer stream holy elvis and our boy right here doing so i uh, appreciate all you guys who have been coming through uh, with the raids uh supporting uh the stream i really appreciate it so thank you nice yeah and big shout out to shokunin that's super awesome of you yeah bro this, yeah it, for this sure. is crazy the homie coming through on that that is insane Thank you very much. But since, but since I got you here, but uh, uh, thank you, doing for real. Like you always raid my stream whenever I'm on. Not always, but like it, it, almost. Like it, it's crazy. Like I, I not that I expected, but oh. I really appreciate it. I'm not, I'm not trying oh, to come no. off like I, I, was I was doing that. I was doing that. It's fun when people raid yeah. my stream, so I like, I like doing that for you. You know. So yeah. Oh yeah, you're good yeah. people. Appreciate it, man. Right on. Sounds like you had a pretty good week, man. Oh yeah, great time. Sweet. How about you, Nate? What's been going on with you? How you doing? It's been good. It's been good. So between last week and this week, uh, I hit Legend with Reno Priest, unfortunately. Uh, Legend is good. Reno Priest, maybe not so good. I was <laughs> trying to not play it, and I kept getting tilted because there were so many people playing Big Priest on the ladder. And I was like, all right, this is it. I'm done. I need to play the best deck in I mean, it, it worked. <laughs> I mean, it worked really well, but it, it's a little depressing. Uh, I came in at 302, which is cool. 
the decay is pretty crazy. I've been trying to push back lately uh, to be under 500. I, I logged I, last night. I stopped and I was just under 500. Logged back in today. I'm at 650. Like the decay is pretty crazy, but it's cool. Uh, Wildcard is in chat telling me that Reno Priest is cheating. You don't get to talk. You just hit Legend with Big Priest. It's the, just as bad as what I'm doing. So he has all gold. Yeah. Does he have all gold Big Priests, right? No, no. <laughs> it's oh, all probably, gold? oh, it's yeah, it's. I think it all it gold might big be. Priest it actually, it might be. It's a yeah. You know, you you either die the hero or live long enough to see yourself become the villain <laughs> oh i've seen that in discord yeah, yeah. <laughs> well it is what it is i i'm so always good. happy i've been trying to hit legend in week one and i've been able to do it for many months now and it feels good it feels good uh i've been trying to push out videos on the youtube and that's really cool it's exciting to see the growth um trying you've been doing it been doing it that's right that's right yeah. push out videos every day and that's been pretty fun uh a couple of them are are just uh recaps from the show or or snippets from the weekly show but there's some original content there as well uh including we've been doing speaking of wildcard have been doing once a week creating videos for wildcards weekly off meta spotlight this past week we did elemental mage which was really fun it was actually pretty funny because uh I, we played a few games with it, and all we were seeing was priest, 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 and I got so tilted that we jumped in and added all all the polymorph cards to the deck. So two polymorphs, <laughs> two polymorph boar, and two devolving missiles, and just and then we went on a little streak there where it was like we won against big priest, we won against dark glare, we won against secret mage. I was like, take that. It feels there's something special about doing well with an off meta deck. So that was really fun. We were trying to do one each week. And so I've been enjoying that. Uh, and then I did a rare stream. I, so it's been two weeks in a row now where I've streamed on Wednesday night. Um, from usually about 9 p.m., 9 p.m. to midnight or so. And it was great, actually. It was, it was a lot of fun. Uh, originally, I didn't like the idea of streaming because I don't really like talking to myself. But sitting in discord, you know, people jump in voice chat and we just have a good time. And so that was a lot of fun. Uh, I actually got a big raid from doing that was pretty cool. We had about 50 people there for yeah. a few hours and it was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was popping. Uh, did really well with Q block. Surprisingly, I think I, I played a whole bunch of different decks. I was trying to do different things. I, I think I went six and one with Q block, uh, did really well with Corbett secret mage switched over to Reno lock and did so, so, Someone asked me to play some Maligos Rogue, and I didn't know how to play it, so we jammed a few games of it in. Uh, I think I played it once against the Innkeeper, jammed a few games of it in casual to get the hang of it, and finally was able to get the combo off a couple of times, brought it into rank, ranked, and just lost over and over and over. <laughs> Got all mad. I was like, all right, I'm going to bed. <laughs> yeah. But it was fun. For you guys, you know, I'm going home. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> It was a lot of fun, though. I enjoyed it. It's a little bit difficult because of where my setup is. It's very easy to say, okay, Friday nights, we're going to stream the show. But like, we have a, a tri-level unit, and I'm up in the loft. My kid's bedroom is behind me, and our bedroom is down the hall. And when I record late at night, like nobody can sleep. And so I got to figure out maybe a different setup or something. I don't know. But it was a lot of fun. 
Anyways, I think aside from that, I've been replaying all the Batman games. I did hit level 40 in the Battle Pass this week, so I got the new Jaina skin. Oh, snap. Cool. Nice. That right, that's right, Mike. You got it, too. And Mike just hit 1K with Druid. So oh, yeah. So I had I had it written down, but I don't want to talk too much. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. thanks. <laughs> hey, that was cool. I, I watched you stream last night for, I don't know, was it three or four hours and finally get that druid game this druid wins in and i swear man i oh felt my the same goodness i felt the same as Ugh. you frankly that after hitting 1k in druid i was like thank god i never have to play this class ever again <laughs> um, <laughs> and i like the combo i really actually i played a lot of um starliner druid back in the day before it got nerfed but the class as a whole is not really not really for me I, I like the yeah. Cabal classes, personally. But mm-hmm. anyways, that was my week. It was a good week. I'm I'm very happy that it's the weekend, though. Always good times. How about you, Hydra? How you been? Oh, I've been doing pretty good. Long week at work. Uh, I've been jamming some Hearthstone. I'm just looking at my stats here. I've apparently played 70 per- 77% as Mage. So I've been only jamming mage games. I've been a dirty mage player and uh, having fun, to be honest. And that's also spread across like the different servers. I've only been playing mage, basically. And it, it's going pretty good. I've got a solid 59% win rate across all three <laughs> servers. I mean, that's, that's above 50. Uh, but I don't have optimal decks on all of the servers, but... I've been doing that. It's been a lot of fun. Um, I'm still doing the thing where I'm trying to balance my time, right? So for uh, on NA, I believe I'm uh, 37 on the rewards track. So not quite at the 40 mark where you are, at Nate, but getting there. Like now the XP points per level is like 5,000 plus, right? That's okay. And the, the other servers, I think I'm at 27 in... Um, EU and only like 22 maybe like on Asia something like that but try to do a bit of a balance I definitely don't do um, games for XP like time wise like I, I don't grind like let's play for 3 hours and get 400 XP per hour on Asia or EU I, I don't do that I basically just do my quests and then I peace out right like I want to put the time in on NA because that's where I bought the battle pass, and that's where I get the skins, right? So yeah. there's no point in grinding that time. It's just do the quest. If I make it to 50, I make it to 50. If I don't, I don't. Like, we'll see. Like, definitely 50 on NA, but if the other ones, I don't get there. I don't get there. Hopefully I do. Like, it'd be nice. But other than that, um, I bought Cyberpunk 2077. Okay. Started playing that game, and it seems super sweet, but it's really mm-hmm. full heard of it was bugs really... and glitchy and not good. Oh, oh no! Uh, yeah. yeah, I heard there were lots of uh, uh, like dongs hanging out everywhere. There are. There is a dong <laughs> thing. <laughs> what? Yeah. So okay. So quick little story in, in case you don't know. This is my experience, okay? So you start off the game, and you get to customize your character. And it's extremely detailed. So it starts off with your head. And you're picking the shape of your head. You can pick, you know, your 
ethnicity based on the color of your skin. You can do your eyebrows, your cheekbones, how fat your face is, how skinny it is, your chin, like everything, your ears, everything. And then it goes down to your midsection with your chest and your stomach and your arms and all that. And then to my surprise, we get to the waist level and it's like, it's now time to pick your dong. Damn. It's a full on <laughs> thing. It's fully customizable. <laughs> Damn. So, so what did you pick? <laughs> it's okay. Middle it's okay. middle the, to be honest, I was trying to be realistic. I went middle to the road middle of the road. <laughs> <laughs> this... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh jeez. It 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 was so funny. Uh... Like it's like it's completely like I, I don't know if that was news people knew about beforehand. Maybe they did, but I got it like day one, the day the game came out. I'm like so excited to play, and it's like now you pick your dong. <laughs> it, it was quite interesting, quite interesting. But um, it, it unfortunately the game is kind of glitchy. I saw Saucy streaming it, and it looked a little bit better. Maybe he tweaked his settings a little more. Like you can try to tweak your settings to make it look better, but. I had a major issue of background things being in the foreground. Like I can see I'm in a building, but I can see all the plant life on the, like through the walls or, or they're right in front of my face. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it's, it's super weird, but um, I'm looking forward to, I have 10 days in a row off during the holiday season. Ooh, nice. Nice. <clears throat> yeah. So I'm Same super here. stoked for that. So that's going to be a hearthstone grind. Is what I plan for that. That's that's great, man. That's exciting. That's I have not had the time to uh, grind rank in a long time, and I'm just going to take my time, and I'm going to do that, and uh, just you know have a good time doing it. So that's that's my plan. I'm going to do that starting. I can't remember my first day off. Is I think it is like the 24th is my first day off, and then I don't work again until the second. I believe something like that. Nice. No, the so, fourth. The fourth. No, the, the, yeah, for teachers. Oh, no, yeah. Uh, I I believe the second I would be back. Gotcha. Like, oh, like okay. or, or like whenever. Wait, I don't know. Actually, I don't know what the weekend looks like. To be honest, I'm looking at it right now. So I think your schedule is mine. Like 24th to the third, uh, which is Sunday, and you go back Monday. Oh, you're totally right. Oh, so hot, not just for good. teachers. Whatever. <laughs> if, if, <laughs> no, hey, just you go back early. Go back Saturday. Go to work Saturday. <laughs> it's all good. No, it's you're all right. Good, I, I thought maybe because I'm <laughs> uh, having like the full vaca- uh, Christmas vacation off because I don't have the full thing. Uh, but no, you're right. Mike wins. Hydra loses. No, no I'm just messing. I'm just messing. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm stoked for that. Gonna. Have some fun. I, I share the holidays with um, my ex wife takes my son for like the first half and then I get the second half. So first week he's with her. Then I get him on the second half and I know it's going to be good. It's going to be great. Uh, it's going to be a good time. So that's basically what's up with me. So uh, anybody got anything else to say before we move into the new section? No man, I just think that all the dong jokes are really hey, funny. I, oh yeah. <laughs> just... Oh no, it's I, I haven't been on Twitter or anything looking at that. I heard there is a bunch 
going around. I heard there was a glitch where like the the zipper won't zip up or something, and it it always is like extruding from your character. Are you serious? <laughs> no, I'm like not joking. You, That's how like I heard about it. If you pick it. the big one. <laughs> <laughs> Because I'm wondering what this like has the effect on your game. Like, I was I was wondering like if you pick the small one, if like the entire game you're overcompensating, like you got to have a big truck or something. Oh my god! <laughs> I I'll tell you what I I really like the company that makes the game is the people that did the Witcher games and I think what is it CG Project Red. Project Red, yeah, yeah, yeah. And but I heard that it was a little bit glitchy. My plan, well, I've got so many games that I figured I would just wait. I'll wait a little while, wait until it all the bugs are worked out. It goes down in price a little bit, and we'll get it then. I bought Death Stranding, and I really want to play that. Um, I've been playing through all the Arkham games again. It's like there's so many other things, but I'll get around to it. I just I do hope that they are able to fix some of the glitches. Game looks yeah, cool. That's the thing for me. I'm considering, because I got it on Steam, right? So I'm considering... Is it better to maybe return it for now until everything's fixed and then it comes out on a sale? To let you do that? Oh, yeah. No, if you say you can return anything, man. You say this game doesn't run right on my computer, they give you your money back. As long as you haven't played more than I think. Yeah, full price. As long as you haven't played more than like four hours Hmm. of the game. Like there's a limit. GameStop. Yeah, don't quote me on the four hours. That's what I think it is. But, um, like, my wife downloaded something recently on her gaming laptop, and it was totally running super glitchy and not right. And I just told her, return it. Just say, like, it's not running good. And it took, like, 15 minutes, and she got her money back. Hmm. That's great. So I'm considering doing that. I really want to play it, but I don't want to play it in the state that it's in. I would prefer to play it in, like, the way the devs wanted you to experience it right because like some people are powering through the story even though everything's messed up but it doesn't seem like the right way to play the game it's not if if you're not gonna like enjoy it i would just wait yeah uh speaking of death stranding though i did play a bunch of that that game totally depends on what type of person you are uh, it's super, super, super cool. It can be repetitive, but I really, really liked that game. I heard people calling it a walking simulator, but honestly, like I've played all the Kojima games. I, pl- I mean, mostly Metal Gear, right? So yeah. I'm familiar with the style, but then again, it's got Norman Reedus in it, and Mads Mikkelsen is one of my favorite actors of all time, and it's got Guillermo del Toro. Like, does it get better than that? All and Kojima all jammed into one game. I don't care if it's slow, man. I think that's awesome. So let me know. The, I really like the story. Um, there's a lot of bits. There's a lot of things to do between like story arcs where stuff happens, but. Um, I, I I love the story of it. I think it's really, really cool. Yes, depending on types of games you like, I can see someone getting bored. But if it's the thing you like and you like adventuring and exploring and all that kind of stuff, it's super cool. So. It should be fun. Well, and I like the art direction on it too. It just seemed cool. And I don't know much about the story at all, but we'll get there. Well, if you could tell me how to kill the big tar whale thing, then... Let me know, because that thing drives me nuts. <laughs> I'll get when, around to it. 
<laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Well, maybe let's move into the news. We don't have a whole lot, to be honest. Oh, that's right. Other I forgot than... this is a Hearthstone podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Back to Blizzard. Um, so this weekend is the Hearthstone World Championship of 2020. So starting tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, you can tune in on youtube.com slash Hearthstone Esports. I do not know for sure if it's on Twitch, but it's advertised as YouTube. They usually do both, but um, I don't know. Check out YouTube if you don't see it on Twitch. And a quick reminder that uh, you do have till midnight tonight Pacific Time as well to do the choose your champion if you want to get your packs. So that ends in a few hours here. So if you want have not chose your champion to do that, what did you guys pick for your champions? I picked Nate, Bloody um, Face. Yeah, I picked Bloody Face. Yeah. I'm excited. Well, I saw Ben Ben Hearthstone post something earlier saying that she was going to be the like statistically, not only is she the crowd favorite, but statistically probably the best pick anyways. So that's for me, but um, we'll see. I think Jarla is probably good. I think that uh, who is the other one? Monsanto from Canada is probably good. I really have no idea. I don't follow standard at all. I had no clue, but I'm looking yeah. forward to watching it. So we'll see. Nate, who or not Nate, Mike? Who did you pick? I picked. Um, I picked Glory. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. What about uh, Doing? I picked. Uh, so this figure is trying to. I picked uh, Bloody Face as well. Um, before before the, the the new Luna art came out, and I think the Luna. I think the Luna art is a lot better. Oh yeah, that's um, great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. That's awesome. I I almost so when this first came out, it, it was before the the Luna announcement that um, Bloody Face had made, and I was gonna snap pick Bloody Face because I always just snap pick Bloody Face. And then I was like scrolling through, I'm like, oh wait, Canada's here, Monsanto. So I snap picked uh, Monsanto afterwards because let's go Canada. Uh, though uh, Bloody Face is always an excellent pick and uh whoever wins this thing congratulations to me it doesn't fully really matter i mean we're just picking for packs right but uh congratulations to whoever gets it and you know i just went with the home country on that one i know like we were talking about last week i always look for bunny hopper but bunny hopper wasn't there so yeah where did bunny hopper go i used to i I like picking doc pone do you guys remember doc pone He was uh, from Quebec, uh, Canadian from Quebec. I, I would just pick the guy from Canada. <laughs> it's just the thing I do. I look for the Canadian flag and I pick it. I so me, I just look for the player that like I recognize the name. Um, I've played uh, Bloody Face a few times um, back when uh, the uh, Wild Open was on. A lot of standard players played Wild, so I got to play a lot of standard players. Oh, that's uh, cool. So, um, yeah, it was just a player I recognized. Very cool. I hadn't really started tryharding until the last year or so. I think before they made all of the changes, the ranked rewards for rank five were so similar to legend. Like it wasn't even worth the push. 
And so I made Legend the one time way back when to get the card back. I was like, all right, cool, I did it. Now I never have to do this ever again. Uh, but then when they changed the system, it's like, well, all right, well, I guess I'll do this every month now. Yeah, it's not so bad now. No, it's not. It really is not too bad. All right. Well, next. So we always have this 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 thing recently with everybody talking about the rewards track and whether or not people are getting enough gold, enough rewards, everything. Well, we did get an update with what is going to be coming soon. So Blizzard post a quite lengthy um, article on what they are going to, to be doing. But uh, I'm on Hearthpone right now. Shout out to Hearthpone for this. But um, a quick summary is that uh, our first point here is there's a one-time login reward of five Darkmoon Fair packs and 500 gold is what seems like a, a bit of a we're sorry. Uh, we know that ever, not everyone's happy, and they admit that this thing hasn't been perfect, but they are geared towards making this work. So everybody's going to get five packs and 500 gold. So that's you know a bit of a... Just a, an apology and giving everybody little rewards there. Honestly, um, let me interrupt you super quick. I yeah, just, yeah, yeah. I feel like, I mean, that's cool. I the timing of it feels a little suspect to me because I'm waiting for the Winter Vale event. I mean, mm. always, always about two weeks before Christmas. It's it's the Winter Vale event where there's special login bonuses. There's some kind of card back. There's bonus XP, bonus gold, or whatever it is. And so when I, when I first saw this, this extra like five packs and extra 500 gold, I assumed that it was part of the Winter Vale event I, rather than like a, an oops, we messed up the rewards track. So I don't know. I, I mean, mm, I, I honestly, okay. I have not been, I've not been one of the people really complaining about the battle pass. Um, I mean, if we still got a couple months to go and I'm already at 40, I think I'll be just fine. But the the timing was feels a little funky to me. I, I still want to know what they're doing for Wintervale. The, I yeah. wish that they would announce ahead of time, not last minute. You know, you, you bring up a good, a really good point about that because I believe somewhere in it, like it's a long, long post. But I do believe it said they are going to give some upfront. Uh, rewards or putting rewards in the track that you would have gotten during an event instead of at the event. I wonder if that's what it was. But um, the next uh, bullet point that we have is that the there's certain weekly quests that require players to have legendary cards or enough gold to compete in Arena. And so I believe that, what does the Arena one say? Get four wins in Arena? In an Arena Arena run? Finish. You said Wiener. Yeah, I did say Wiener. I was trying to gloss over that. But wow. <laughs> thanks, guys, for pointing yeah, out that. I, I did that quest, and I don't like Arena at all, but I did that quest. Yeah. I just... Uh, it is like a very fun quest to get. The, the Arena one. Yeah, yeah. so if, if people don't like you know to spend their gold on Arena, they may feel forced to play mm-hmm. a mode that they're not very good at and have limited to no experience playing well, or it requires either a money investment or a gold investment for xp yeah. which feels bad so they've decided to remove uh those and the ones that require legendaries like i believe it was playing the old 
the old gods, the new old gods. I happen to have that quest right now, actually. Oh, you do? <laughs> yeah, I have that on the server. Where I have no old gods. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, so oh, yeah. how are you supposed you do? to do I that, right? I can't complete that quest, yeah. So they're taking stuff like that out. Uh, they've also reduced the amount of ranked game wins for the quest where it says get seven wins in ranked. It's now down to five, uh, seeing as it wasn't reasonable for the majority of players to be able to get seven wins. So they've dropped it down to five, which seems a lot more reasonable to me. I mean, the, the one thing is that there's a lot of people that play this game that don't play ranked. There's people that seriously just play duels or battlegrounds. Probably there's a large amount of people that just play battlegrounds. They don't have a collection. And now they have a quest to go and do seven, get seven wins. Which, if they don't have a collection, that could take them 20 games, right? Yeah. So, that's good. That's a good change. Who knows if that's still too much. Maybe it's okay. I, I definitely appreciate it when I'm playing on multiple servers and I only have to get five wins instead of seven. I think that they are making positive changes. I, I, yeah. You know, I mean, there's always this, uh, you know, tar and feather pitchfork crowd that is just angry all the time but i think that it's a step in the right direction yeah yeah no for sure and after that we have a major issue where before you could do your quests in tavern brawl that was always a thing you could go and you could get things complete there and that went away so now they've brought that back and they have added Battlegrounds. So if you have to play Beasts or whatever it is, you can do that in Tavern Brawl and in Battlegrounds and complete them there instead of being forced to have to do it in Arena Duels or like a ranked mode, oh, which cool. is really nice. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm not really sure why they took Battlegrounds out. I'm not Battlegrounds, uh, Tavern Brawl out. I don't know if that was on purpose or it was a mistake, but it's back. So... Uh, another good bonus is originally all those little 800 XP daily quests that you get are now 900 XP. So that's another 100 XP that you can get for those. Another nice little quality of life thing there, a little bit more XP. And a bigger one that we have is the reward track in the entirety has now been reduced by 20% XP to complete the whole thing which does seem pretty substantial. How do you guys feel about that, the, the 20% drop? Um, as, as far as I can tell, when this happens, according to this post, that you will get um, an XP bump. So say you're sitting at like level 30, based on how much XP you've already got, you may go up you know, a level or two, 31, 32, cool. something cool. like that. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be pretty nice. Yeah, so I, I like that change. And yeah, so it's supposed to all be re retroactive. Especially with this one, they have... It's, this one doesn't seem to be super significant, but they've added 50 gold to the rewards at level 27 and 30. So you get an extra 50 gold for those levels. So if you've already completed those or you haven't got to them yet, you'll get an extra 50 gold each. So an extra 100 gold total. Which is okay. That doesn't seem super significant, but hey, it's another pack, right? The big one at the end 
Uh, I don't have the full details on it, but you know how at the end of the track, when you get to level 50, how it extended all the way to level 150? Right. Is that where it capped out? Yeah. 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 And you'd get your 150 gold per level after that. They've now ex- changed it to 350 that it goes up to instead of 150. And then... Have now made it so each level is more attainable, so you get your rewards more often instead of spread apart. So that kind of solves a bit of a problem of, you know, you want that extra little bit of gold, but you have so far to go, you can sort of get it a little more often once you've passed the level 50 mark. 350 per bag? No, 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 no. Um, the max level will be 350 that you oh, can get to. Oh, is anyone? Wait, 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 wait. Well, the only person that's going to get there is Ben from work. <laughs> who has already <laughs> hit, who's already hit rank 50, saying, by the way. Oh, wow. You're saying the last bag is 350? No, no, no. That's the max level that you get to. So it goes up from 150 now to 350? Oh, Oh, I'm such an idiot. I'm such an idiot. I thought the bags went... Okay, okay. so I got you. I got you. I got you. So, so it'll still be 150 gold per, but it'll be... It'll, I'm assuming there'll be, like... Right now, where I'm at, it's like 46, level 46 or 47. It's like 8,000 XP for a level. Yeah, um, I'm not sure if they're keeping the I wonder amount if that of will... gold. No, no, it's 50 gold per level. Yeah. yeah. You're going to get 50 per level, but you're going to get your levels quicker. Yeah. Instead of the 150 gold per per level. So you'll be able to rank up quicker and just grab that 50 gold instead of getting your 150 after a bigger stretch. So you just get it faster if you want to buy packs with it or whatever. It's just a little more feeling of progression, I suppose. It's, I guess, like a psychological thing that you get your gold in smaller increments as you go. Kind of like getting paid every two days instead of getting paid after two weeks. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. if you were going to get $2,000 after two weeks, instead you're getting a couple hundred bucks every couple of days. Hey, man, we want Chinese food tonight. What's up? <laughs> exactly. You want your Chinese food? You got it. <laughs> you didn't have to wait for two weeks. You got your Chinese food. So, but that's, uh, that's mostly all the news that we got. Does anybody have anything else for news? Uh, I actually do. I have a couple of things. Two two things here. One, this just came in before the show a couple couple of minutes ago. Was that they're doing a battlegrounds a new battleground season? It says we'll be re- resetting all players' battlegrounds ratings to zero early next week. Sorry, uh, zero That's to cool. level the popped <laughs> 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 up for that one. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, so it sounds like they've got a new content update coming. So. That's that's kind of cool, I guess. I mean, we, it sounds like we all play it very casually, except Mike, who really doesn't play it at all, right? <laughs> or doing doing did play it all week. That's true. All week. I, I'm actually going to play it after this. <laughs> uh, that's great. It's a lot of fun. It's a max P. It's truly yeah, yeah. is a lot of fun. I need to go watch some Jack videos or something so I can figure out how to get better at it. But it is a lot of fun. Uh, the other news item was this research piece. So. Now you can participate in Blizzard research. There's a link. Uh, essentially, you take surveys, and it's. Uh, I signed up for it before the show and took a survey, and it was interesting. It was just like, hey, what platforms do you play on? How frequently do you play them? 
here's this list of Blizzard games. How often do you play them? What what modes do you play them? It's survey stuff. But supposedly, if you participate in this, you can get rewards. It links up to your Battle.net account. So we'll see. I mean, I did it. It took about five minutes, and yeah, uh, it, there was no it, reward, but... <laughs> Maybe in the future. I, I did oh, it too. Damn. I, I didn't Scam. know the Candy Crush was going to be on the list under Diablo. <laughs> right? That was a little bit surprising. I was like, whoa. All right. Starcraft, Diablo, Candy Crush. You know. <laughs> that one caught me by surprise. <laughs> so, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, yeah, it'll be. You, you get a single pack. 50 surveys, one pack. I'm just joking. I really don't know. But it's always it's always interesting. Sometimes the surveys give oh. us a little insight to where they're going with things. I think this one was, at least the survey that I took, was uh, like, you know, what platforms do you play on? How often do you play them? How How many days per week do you game? And for how long and what systems do you play on? That, that was the extent of it. So... They paid more for Candy Crush than Disney paid for Star Wars. Oh, my God. <laughs> All Damn. Right. Well, that's it for the news. <laughs> Shout out to Martian. <laughs> yeah, what up, Martian Boo? What's up, Swagwar? It's good to have you guys. Yo. All right. We got a couple We got a couple discussion topics tonight. So I'm going to pass, pass the mic to Mike. You can jump on this first one. Yeah, I just want to put this one in because um, I knew uh, I think it was – doing what was it like late july august when you started uh streaming it was like wednesdays and then so you're gonna figure out a schedule i forget when you started when was it doing like june july august somewhere in there right doing when 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 did you first start your stream well it's funny because everybody got quiet i thought i thought i was like glitching <laughs> like, <'cause everybody laughs> was still i was like wait a minute i'm glitching when i started streaming, I started streaming um when it was around august maybe yeah, it was like August. Yeah, 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 it was around, yeah, maybe July, August. I think I did. A, I did a few streams like earlier on on my iPad, like to test things out. Because Michael, you had you were doing it on the iPad, so I think I talked with you and I figured out how to do that. But I um I eventually worked on getting a setup. Um, so I think I went yeah around August maybe. Yeah. So um yeah, because I remember that um you and uh another person were doing uh we're coming out doing mobile, and I had talked to both of you about it. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, I was like, in my head, I'm like, rub my fingers. I'm like, oh, snap. I'm about to have like the mobile alliance over here. Like, this is going to be sick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then it was like three days later, like both of you had like PCs, the boom, the arm, got the mics, <laughs> everything all set up. <laughs> I was like, damn, they abandoned me. Holy crap, man. Like, it was like a, <laughs> a, three, it was like a three day turnaround. <laughs> yeah, we had someone trying to, <laughs> just had to, had to, you know, how to make it work. Um, so yeah, so yeah, my question, um, I wanted to ask, uh, what do you think? What do you think it takes to be a uh, wild Hearthstone streamer? What does it take in your eyes? Um, so you have to, you, I you have to have like, uh, you have to like, have experience with like all the like, a lot of the cards because the card pool is so big. Um, so you you want to be able to you know have knowledge of like all the different cards um, and interactions of the wild format, um, and I think I think it's more also too you want to be able to like kind of put on a show, like I I think you want to be um, someone that people enjoy to watch. Um, you want to be able to kind of talk a lot, talk about your plays, um, mm-hmm. and just make it fun, interact with the chat. 
I often will make terrible plays because I'm interacting with my chat more than I'm paying attention to the game. Um, oh, I'll yeah. Just, I'll just be like chatting that. away. Like the other day, I was ranked uh, one ladder and I didn't have time to play my Reno because I was just chatting away with my chat. And all of a sudden, I was like, oh, my turn. Oh, oh, no, no. And then, like, an animation started because I, like, played another card. And I, like, I was like, oh, no, 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 I'm not going to be able to play with my Reno. And, and ended up losing to a secret mage. Um, but, uh, oh, man. Yeah, yep, I think I've just being, um, knowing. You know, knowing the format, knowing um, knowing the various decks, and being somebody that can like interact with chat and put on a good show. Yeah, I agree with those points. Um, I, yeah, I definitely want to ride the coattail of uh, trying to you know do a turn, but then getting distracted talking to chat, and yeah. then you come back and there's like that three seconds where you try to do something, but like yeah, th- there's always a card. Like if you got to play three cards in a row, the first card has the longest animation. So he'll never get to the other ones. Like, oh yeah. <laughs> no, I mess up a my my uh, I mess up a lot. Like, I, it'd be hard for me to do like a, a high legend climb on stream unless I'm like unless I just abandon my chat. And I told them that maybe I'll do that for one stream or a few. Like, where I just mm-hmm. like so you don't chat. You're just gonna I'm just gonna pretend like you're not there and I'm gonna focus and play and talk. But I do like to talk to the players. Like, it's that's the fun part is like the community. So. I yeah, well, I want to throw, sh- oh, good. Just good a shout out, yeah. shout out the wild, wild community clearly is the best community. Not, you know, I mean, I think there's some bias here because we're a wild show, <laughs> but in my experience with standard standard, there's always so much drama, you know, we don't have all that much of it here. Yeah. Maybe there might be one or two people, but I think the vast majority are just very positive and welcoming. And this community for me has been, has been really great. Yeah. I fully agree. It it seems like a tight knit community. One thing that I love is like you look in chat now and you see a bunch of different names and you hop into someone else's like mom's chat or whatever. And you'll see, you know, all their names, there's like the same names. Right. And, and someone else will, will stream and it's just like Michael beyond, you know, doing will be on. You, you just see everybody, move around they'll either be with like keith numbers or like everybody just hops around to each other's streams and everybody knows each other and it's just it's really cool just to see here having all the same people around and everybody you know knows each other it's just it's super cool i like it everyone's nice there's not a lot of hostility it's it's really a great community yeah oh for sure i mean just look at just look at the chat right now it's great. It's great. Uh, I'm not. I don't know how to pronounce your name, Yogdrijan. Sorry, Ben from work. Blue Train. Uh, Martian Boo is here. Doctor Evil is here. Armorn is here. Schmoopy Daddy Swagwar. Uh, there's so many people. It's so cool. It's just. It's very cool. Full agree. Um, does the so another, track another... date happen? Do we know? Do we have a date for that? I don't remember if we said that. Sorry. What? Was there a date for the reward track? Uh, I think they were saying the. So I think they were talking. No, they have not officially announced it, okay. but the speculation. I keep hearing it's 15th. The speculation is true. the 15th. That makes sense because, the, well, um, Alec came out and said that it was quote unquote next week. And we knew it was going to be after Worlds. And they always do the updates on Tuesday. So the guess is Tuesday the 15th makes the most sense. That's what we're sort of expecting. I think so jumping back a little bit on this topic of, of streaming Hearthstone and wild, 
I think that there was uh, there used to be a misconception that like you had to be some legend player or high legend player or whatever. And I, I think as long as like a lot of people want to see fun decks, interesting decks, the the interesting interaction, or just hang out because the community is cool. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I've seen just as many people hanging out in chats at High Legend as there are at, at Diamond Five. Yeah, and I yep. think that's pretty great. And also, we see people like I think there's there's also a range where I go on every night, and Keith Numbers and Concerned Mom are always on. Mike streams an awful mm-hmm. lot, and then on the on the flip side, you've got people like Doin, like Blue Train. Uh, even myself to some regard that stream a, a lot less frequently. I think wild, wild card streams twice a week. And so there's a good range there. As long as people know when they can find you or how to find you, I think yeah. that you can get a pretty good following going. Like, I don't even feel that pressure to like win as much, even just cause as long as I'm like doing fun things and the chat is enjoying it. And I, you know, I'm enjoying it. Like it does feel, you know, I don't feel like that pressure. Like I stream on on non legend on some of the other servers, and yeah, it seems like everybody just wants to have fun and hang out. Yeah, so I, I definitely want to. I definitely want to pile onto that because you could uh, sit there and try to focus, and like doing had just said, you know, uh, for half a second, you could be talking to chat and then miss those vital seconds and then burn rope. Um, a lot of a lot of people who come through are from you know doing streams. Uh, Cor- uh, Corbett has also raided Concern Mom, Keith. So a lot of laid back people um, mm-hmm. just want to see cool decks, have a good vibe. Um, yeah, I've I've tailored a lot of what I've done after watching all of you guys and a lot of other streamers. Um, also Draco Cat, he's really consistent. So I like to uh, be like follow his consistency. Um, he's on the same time. Uh, his schedule is the same every week. Um, he's very engaged with chat. Um, he's always got good music going. It's a good vibe there. Um, there's different things from different streamers I tried to pick. So with that, I want to ride on what Nate said. Like, you don't have to be top 50 legend player to be a wild streamer. If you got a good vibe going and you know what Doin said, um, if you have a history of the cards, I played this game since, what, four months after it came out. So got that yeah. box checked off, you know? So with the, all these things mixed together, mixed with, like, you know, do some networking in, like, um, more. I do more networking in Discord than Twitter. So I think that will help if you're a person who's looking to have more numbers. I just know, like, I'm not being cocky or whatever, but I just know, like, eventually throughout the streams, like, people will come through. Like, there's different waves. Like, I've seen it. I've streamed enough to see, like, the waves come through. So I don't get affected by, like, six people for an hour or two because I know at some point the waves will come yeah, through. But yeah. I'm yeah. just I'm just streaming to hang out because I know I'm not going to cli- climb crazy ranks. We had joked on the show one time, like, I'll sit on the couch and watch 90 Day Fiance, and I'll hit Legend, but <laughs> I'll be on the stream for 10 hours and be at the same rank, so, like, <laughs> yeah, 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 it's all good. Well, that's all good advice, for sure. I, I know that, like, I haven't been streaming recently, but it was intimidating at first, because I, I had the fear of, well, what if, you know, the people are watching, you know, are better than me? And, you know, maybe they're higher ranked and they, you know, they don't want to watch. Wasn't the case. Everybody just wanted to hang out. They just wanted to chill, have a good time. And it's, especially in the wild community, way more 
relaxed than you could ever imagine. So I encourage anybody to give it a shot. And I'm sure, you know, like all these people, everybody knows each other. We'll just hop in and, you know, support each other and watch each other. And it's just fun to hang out and have a good time. Yeah. So we have a question in chat. Uh, I asked how to pronounce their name. It's YG Dragon. I hope hopefully I pronounced that right. Had a question asking, uh, what do you guys recommend for a streamer that's just starting? So I was I'd say um, one of the things where I started to gain a lot of popularity in Wild was through Twitter. Um, I started to I got a uh, do an HS Twitter, started posting cool deck lists and a bunch of cool clips, and um, I started to build yeah. I started to build a following through Twitter. Um, and I took my Twitter following and then started to stream um, with it. Mm-hmm. So I think Twitter's just a good place. A lot of us hang out. We're all we all follow each other on Twitter, and we're all commenting on each other's posts and liking each other's posts, and we, we you know, so it, it's just a way to to get some exposure that way. Um, yeah, I was kind just, of. It, yeah, I was just going to jump on that same on that yeah. same thing, and it was it's kind of interesting. Uh, of all the different forms of social media. Twitter just happens to be the one where all the wild Hearthstone people are. I, yeah. I, how it worked out that way, I don't know, but that's kind of where I met everybody as well. Yeah. And I don't know. The community has been pretty great. Everybody shares everything. And, and yeah. um, that's kind of where I don't know, we got our start as well. And then you start to branch out to discord and to YouTube and to Twitch and these yeah. other things. But a, a lot of times, it's meeting the right people, asking advice of the right people. And I can't remember. I mean, countless times I think that I'll reach out to somebody and say, Hey, uh, thank you for the deck list. That's really cool. Or, Hey, can I get the code? Or, Hey, can you tell me what's the combo? Cause I don't see it. <laughs> and everybody's been really very kind and they, uh, the interaction has been good. So I, I, I tend to agree. Uh, <laughs> ben, I love, we love you, Ben, but that's that's where all the wild Hearthstone people are. And a, a good thing about Twitter too, as a, a newer streamer, you can like if if you're part of a community on Twitter, and you know we all follow each other and stuff like that. When you network, you can announce when you are going to stream, and you can let people know because if you're a big name and and you pop your dog and you pop on, like people see you, everybody just clicks on dog, right? But if if you can establish a set schedule or at least give some sort of notice, like say you're at work and it's noon and you know that you're going to pop on at five o'clock, you can ahead of time let people know because the the least success I ever had was if I just went going live now. And then I remember Nate even one time commented like, man, I always miss your stream. It's like. Yeah, because you saw the tweet five hours later, right? When I was yeah. already done. Yeah. Because I didn't give notice, right? I didn't let people know it was going to happen. I was just doing it as it was happening. So I recommend people, you know, maybe announcing ahead of time. Have you found that helps, Mike? Um, most definitely. Um, quick example where last night or the night before, Nate had said that he wants to go on Wednesdays. He was like, I want to go on Wednesdays after wild card because you're not on, right? And then in that moment, I answered and I was like, yeah. But I I had like this other half thought. I was like, damn. I was like, posting that schedule, being consistent and pinning it on my Twitter really does work. I was like, me and Nate never talked about that. But 
he just said that to me. So obviously he paid attention to it, which means other people like him have also also will pay attention to it. So when you say giving your schedule ahead of time will help people, will help yourself. It def, that's definitely good advice. I when, think. When, oh, I apologize. Do and go for okay. it. I'll, I'll I'll go after you. A, a Wednesday night is like my dedicated night, um, and I get the most numbers on that night. Um, so every Wednesday, I mean, I've missed a few Wednesdays because of just life, but like every, every Wednesday I should be streaming around nine or 10, um, Eastern time. So I, I get the biggest numbers every Wednesday night when I stream, like I'll get bigger numbers on Wednesday than I do on like Friday or Saturday when I just like ran like, like, Oh, I can, like if the kids go to bed early. I can stream and you know, I'll hop on really quick. I always get the numbers on Wednesday because that's the numbers. That's what, when people know I'm going to be on. So they're already like, you know, they know that they get signed on. I'm going to be on around nine or 10. So, yeah. I think there's something to be said about consistency as well. Mm-hmm. Um, having, you know, I know that, hey, if you're going to stream every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern time, that's cool. I think Wildcard streams Wednesday nights. Mike streams other times. If you, That's why we do the show every Friday at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern, is it's the same and everybody knows, hey, it's Friday night. Uh, it's, it's time for another show. And a lot of times the streamers will plan. I mean, you don't. There's no obligation, but I think a lot of times we'll kind of plan our schedules around each other so that we're not conflicting. Like I don't want to take viewers from someone, or you don't want to take viewers from someone, or whatever. Uh, it's kind of kind of neat. Yeah, I, I definitely I, I like that point because when I joined the show, um, we weren't near the numbers of people watching us live now. But like every week, Nate stays consistent and pushes that message of like we're on Fridays, six p.m pacific 9 p.m eastern and like i just seen like over five months like we just get more live viewers it's, it's awesome so yo shout out to everybody watching right now appreciate it it's yeah cool absolutely it's a blast bro so the, the consistency back to hydra's point definitely definitely um helps with um being being on stream um one thing i wanted to add Duin said uh he used twitter and he brought his twitter following um to twitch so I definitely want to say I was a fan of doing Twitter um, because before I actually started streaming, Ziggy Sarah made me want to stream, but doing made me want to like do videos and stream because like he was posting like his clips to to Twitter. And I don't know if I was annoying to you doing back then, but every time I was so every every time this dude, I was excited. Yeah. Yeah. Every time he posted a clip, I was like, I was uh, commenting and liking and retweeting. I was like, yo, this is sick. This is sick. And then I was like, Yo, would you be cool one day if I tried this tactic? And he's like, "No, nah, man, go for it." So I tried it a little bit, and then I got, I got addicted to it. So then I was like, "I want to do more." I DM'd you right away after you we had that talk. I DM'd you right away, and I was like, "Hey, man, add me in game. Let's like, you know, let's be friends again yeah. so right away." Yeah, yeah. And I was super yep, that's stoked. Exactly what so I was yeah, super man. excited. Yeah. That reminds me, I, I tried so to when you were streaming last night, and I tried to clip you, and I was so sad because I kept getting some kind of error message. And then, and Blue Train was as well, but it was such a rad play. Uh, opponent had this big old. What do they play? The uh, uh, what is it? Lanessa is it the 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 Paladin Legendary that replays yeah. replays all of the spells on it that have been played previously that buff, and it was like all these Librams and stuff, and it gets yeah. all huge. And he played a Yog, and it um, what did it fro- frog the Lanessa? I think. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that is hilarious. Uh, it, was, it was just. Yep. I was oh my yog. It was amazing. Oh no no no! It was an oh my yog. It was an oh my yog that did it. 
It was so good. Oh, yeah. oh my yog, oh, frog. Yeah. Oh, my yog. yeah. And oh, the uh, the it's face a... that Mike made was priceless. It was like a yeah. <gasps> I I just couldn't I, I couldn't believe it. I was just like how I was like out of all the minions, out of all the choices, like it you should go back one. and clip his face. And it was that spell, like <laughs> it was so. good. It was great. Like that's why streaming is great. See, see, you don't need to be any top top legend, whatever. Just just have a good time. It's all good. Oh man, I love watching like Swag you are at the rank floor, just having a great time, right? Just doing what's fun. So yeah, doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think it, part of it, mm-hmm. I think that it can be said that streaming Hearthstone is similar to how we're streaming the podcast, right? Where as long as you're having a good time, you know, I think. You know, it's got to be somewhat entertaining. And what form does that take? Whether it's informative or whether it's just community based, whether you're having a conversation. But as long as you're enjoying yourself, it doesn't really matter. And just, I would say, yeah, I don't know. Just try to have fun with it. That's the. I mean, that's what we do here. Exactly. Why do it if it's not fun? Oh, exactly. Yeah. No. Exactly. Well, yeah, I'm glad we were able to address that. Um, yeah, I just wanted to get a discussion going on, um, you know, just being like a wild Hearthstone streamer, just to like, you know, pull back the curtain to let people know um, you don't got to be top legend or high high level player. Of course, you're going to see those out there, but you know, if you got knowledge of the game and you got the equipment to do it, hey, I was doing it on two cell phones for a year and a half. So just get on there and have a good time. Yeah. Is there any money in it? Out of curiosity. Mm-hmm. So, um, if you have you know a dedicated following and people who believe in you, I think that's where you got to start. Because I come from a world of sales, easier to sell to a friend than a stranger. So I'm not coming in here trying to like you know sell tactics to anybody, but I'm just explaining um, what it actually takes to get up to get past this threshold. Um, you're not just going to get random people coming in, donating and subscribing, but um, doing the networking that Hydra and doing talked about is that first step to get people there. So with Twitch, um, there's a thing called net 15. Once you hit, uh, the $100 mark at the end of a month, you'll receive, um, the profit of that 100 plus, um, on the 15th of the next month. Uh, doing, have you been benefited by this? Yes. I got, uh, I think I had like $130 check once. Um, Mm -hmm. and then I'm, on my way to the next one in a second here. So yeah. Yeah. Um, awesome. that's from just like subs and stuff. Um, and I, I yeah, I, so the, how the money works is like, if you, if you get big and get enough subs and things like that, um, you can make money off it. And then I think you, where you make more money off is you start getting like uh, sponsorships and things, um, where you can put like logos on your, your, your Twitch, you know, things like that, um, are how people would make more money than just, twitch because they take like 50 percent of like the the subs and all that stuff so um yeah. there's not like a crazy amount of money to make but uh to, to be the most successful though you want to branch out into other social medias because you want you want to have like a youtube channel so that when people see your youtube channel they go oh wow this guy streams and then they, they go find your twitch or maybe they find your twitter and they you you know they you, they go or like even like instagram like if you just start branching out to all the different social medias which i have not done um and start posting like clips everywhere you just give yourself more avenues for people to find you and um, you can then start to, to make something of yourself. So I just haven't done that because it's like busy with kids and stuff. I just stream once a week guaranteed. And then 
another time or two when I find I can just for fun, like just to give back to the community and have fun. So, yeah. And Hey, that's, that's how life works. Um, not, not to say this in a negative way, but like I could see a world where like if doing had the free time, like if he was freed up, like he would be a monster. Like if he oh, had people working with him, you. like getting videos out there, man, like just cause like, think about it. Like you were putting clips on Twitter and for the longest time you couldn't stream. And the second you started streaming, like your first stream, it what ninety people, ninety nine. Yeah, or yeah no, it, it, it's when people were joking. They're like, uh, they're like, they're like, how do I sub? I'm like, I'm not affiliated yet. Like, we got a hundred people watching <laughs> right now. I'm like, uh, <laughs> I, I just did my first stream. I was like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I, 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 I yeah. stream at least five times before I can get any subs. Or anything yeah. Like that. Am I wrong here? Yeah. Or were you, the clips you used to post were they not just like phone clips originally? Yeah, phone clips. Yeah, because I was yeah, like, yeah, well, phone clips. Like cell phone player for like the longest time. Because I remember just always mm-hmm. seeing all these crazy hunter combos yeah. that are all phone clips all the time and yeah. watching them and whoa. Maybe I shouldn't have disenchanted yep. knuckles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, those clips were just kind of fun and just kind of like I enjoyed it. I thought players would enjoy seeing those things and seeing the cool things of Wild and. Uh, it like promoted myself, promoted the format, also like just brought good vibes to the community. So it was just a win all the way around. Um, I do think it's. It, it I was just gonna say, I do think it's important to be realistic. I mean, you have to ask yourself, what are you trying to get out of it? You know, are you doing yeah. it to have fun versus are you doing it to try to make money or make a career out of it? And it's sort of like, at least in my in my mind, it seems a lot like professional sports to me, where you're gonna have your like, you know. 1% of people who make it big, but there's some other people that do well. I mean, I remember, mm-hmm. I remember a year or two back seeing a post on Twitter that Slizzle had got, like he bought his kids a basketball hoop and he was like, thanks Twitch chat. Like, you know, I mean, that's cool, right? <laughs> oh, snap. And okay. so yeah. for me personally, like I wouldn't quit my day job, but I, it's, it's really cool. It's a lot of fun and the extra money helps with things. I mean, I don't, we don't make any money from the show, uh, but we're awfully close on YouTube and you know, every little bit helps with as far as equipment or uh, buying packs of cards and stuff like that. And so it depends what you're looking to get out of it. And frankly, um, I don't know. I did a stream the other night and we had about 20 people for a little while. And then it, I got Dwayne came through with a big raid and that was fun. I mean, it was a blast actually. And, um, I was just looking to have a good time. It was great. Yeah. And then we start playing community decks and I didn't want to quit. I was only, I was planning to go from (laughs) nine to 12 and then all of a sudden it's like 12, five and one o'clock. I'm like, man, no, you guys, I got to go. They're like, Oh, we played this, uh, play this rogue deck. One more game. I got got hit one time. I was good. I told the child, I was like, I'm going to end after this game. And then I got hit with like uh, a raid of like two to 300 people. It was either, oh. it was either Dane or Zeddy or something raided me. And I was like, we're going to keep going guys. <laughs> like, <Yep>. <laughs> <laughs> I went for like another like hour and a half. I was like, I just, this is too many people to stop. <laughs> oh man. So, yeah. Yeah. That, that's definitely a thing. Um, not not to drag this out, but like I, I've oh, yeah. I've been there a handful of times, and it stinks because I want to go to sleep. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna get off, and then like huge raid comes in, and it's yeah, like eight like, hours oh, later. Show must like, go on, bro. Yeah, yeah. show must go on. Nice. Yeah, oh, I don't know. One I, of the things I, yeah. that. Uh, sorry, things... sorry. Uh, to to fully it. disclose, because because Doing did it, so let me fully disclose. Last month, uh, I made 125 bucks off Twitch. So, like Nate said, 
it's not nothing crazy, but it is possible to make a little something if you have dedication. But just wanted to put that out there because Duan said his as well. Not, nothing yeah. to hide. I'm just putting it out there. My, my my thing right now is it just it just now it's just paying for like the like the pre releases like I I used the the first Twitch money just to buy the 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 two bundles, um and like it, yeah. to me to me like if I can just make enough to maybe do that like I'm totally fine like I'm I'm just doing it for fun, so maybe down the line who knows but like for now just fun. I like it. I like it. I, one of the things that I do is if I'm gonna play whether it's streamed or not, a lot of times will say hey anybody and this is what i enjoy personally is i'll jump in discord and say hey i'm gonna go stream some games if anybody wants to hang out jump in discord we've got like an open voice chat and if anybody wants to hang out and a lot of times we'd have people just coming through uh and it's pretty fun i i struggle personally with the concept of streaming and like sitting here talking to myself like yeah i don't do that oh and and for the most part, I mean, aside from this show, I'm mostly an introvert. And so, like, sitting sit here, here on my computer all night and talk to myself? Oh, hell no. Like, no, no thanks. I'm very, <laughs> very comfortable sitting here in this beautiful silence or, or watching Netflix or something. But if people want to jump on the voice chat and talk through games, like, oh, that's cool. Like, all right, I'm hanging out with friends. And it's, for me at least, it's a different experience. And it makes it so much easier. It really, really does. It, personally, for me, like if I'm going to do a co-op and do a stream, it's it, it comes off so much more natural having the conversation, especially if you don't have somebody in chat to talk to. I, I streamed not too long ago and I had uh, Electric Sheep City in chat and it was nice to have him there and I was talking back and forth. But when there's like, if you're streaming to like a dead audience, it's a little difficult. You know, just to keep the conversation going when it's just yourself. Yeah, it's interesting to hear you guys because I'm the opposite. Like, not 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 in a weird or a rude way, but I prefer to just talk to myself. By sure, myself. no, everybody's but different. If, if people if people yeah. come through, then I'll I'll talk to them. But um, yeah, I, I just like talking to myself on the stream. Mike, I'm, I'm with you. I, I like the talk, Mike. So like, I'm with you. Like, I can just talk and talk and talk and talk. It doesn't even, like however many people are there. I'll just keep talking. Zero, five, whatever. So no, nah, I'm like you then. I mean, yeah. maybe that's a good lesson for me to try to learn, I guess. I think Everybody. different different people like different things. I did one the other day. I mean, this was a couple months ago at this point. It was before the last expansion came out where I made a video. It wasn't streaming, but I recorded it. I was playing Q-Block, and I, talked through, I recorded it, talked through all my games, talked through all the decisions, made a video, posted it on Reddit, got a whole bunch of like positive comments, and I was just surprised. Uh, and... Mm. and because when I made the video, it felt, I mean, it was cool to talk through all the plays, but frankly, like it was kind of boring. I'm sitting here by myself talking about my plays and why I'm doing it. Uh, but then people liked it. It's like, oh, okay, well, I guess if you guys like that, I can do more. <laughs> <laughs> but it, so different things for different people. I don't know. Yeah, for sure. Everyone's got a different style. And, you yeah. know, do what suits you. That's that's another thing that I guess I would recommend when it comes to streaming wild or whatever is maybe sort of don't force going outside your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. You know, like it, you want to be a little more natural, right? Like what feels good? Like say you really, really love 
like you got a pet deck, you like to play it, but now you're going to stream and you're just going to play Pirate Warrior over and over again and just be boring. Like, that's not necessarily going to be fun. But if you really, really like to, you know, make cool uh, hunter decks with Rexar in it, like Duin does, everyone's going to like to watch you, right? Like, just do what you want to do. Don't force yourself to go outside that comfort zone and it'd be awkward and not really fun for anybody. So just do what you like to do. Oh, someone had a question earlier. I think this really, as someone lovingly called us last week, the nerd dads club, how do you guys stream with kids? How does that, how has that affected your, your gameplay and your timing and, and all of that stuff? I, so I wait, that's why I stream at night. Um, so like I'm on Eastern time. So my streams will always start after eight. Um, there's been a couple times where like my wife's taking the kids out like earlier in the day, and I'm like, right away, I'm like, hey, I'm gonna stream during the day because I like never get to like you know. But I just stream when they go to bed, um, late at night, um, and I try to stop at like a relatively okay hour so I can actually get some sleep and like work, be productive the next day. But um, I just find streaming at night when the kids are to bed. Um, it's also an excuse to like. Like oh guys, it's bedtime. I'm 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 gonna be streaming the night. You gotta be quiet. Like it's an excuse. Like, this, no, <laughs> go to bed and be quiet. You know? Like how old are your kids again? They think it's cool. Um, a five, five, and six. Five, five, and six. Yep, yep. So um, they think it's cool. They've uh, they've I've showed them clips after like the night before. They were asked about it. I'll show them, and they think it's cool. So that's awesome. And they do like the the school Zoom stuff on the computer now too. So like uh I, I always joke with them like are you streaming right now? They're like no 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 no, I'm talking to my teacher. I'm like, oh, "Okay, okay." Like, <laughs> like yeah. <laughs> so, that's that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, for, for me basically currently the only stream that I'm doing regularly is this one. And uh my son thinks it's the coolest thing in the world. Like he's he's in his room right now, um, so like since I don't have a set schedule to do anything else, like he knows that I'm doing it Friday night, and he knows that he's got to be quiet Friday night. Go to your room. Yeah, go to your room. Yeah. And don't, don't worry, I order him pizza. He's every watching single Friday. He's watching live right now. <laughs> <laughs> I think I, I mini think I see, Hydra. I think I see off him the in, stream. I think I see him in chat. I'm just joking. I'm just... <laughs> No, you know, he, he did tell me, I don't know if I brought this up, he um, he said the other day that he was walking home from school and he was listening to the podcast on his phone, right? <laughs> He's like, I only listened to the beginning, uh, I don't really play Hearthstone anymore, so then I skipped to the end, but you told that really funny joke about the pirate and the steering wheel. <laughs> <laughs> that if you guys a, remember the one. That was a good joke. <laughs> And he was laughing, and he's like, that was my joke. I'm like, I know it was your joke. I didn't, oh. claim, I didn't claim it was my joke, okay? Because uh, <laughs> that was totally his joke. But uh, he's super stoked that, you know, that I do this. And I, like I said, I don't have another streaming schedule. And if I did, I would do similar to what Dewan says. And I would, if I was streaming more often, probably wait until my son's in bed or do it like in the morning or something like that. But that's how, that's how I do it. For me, um, my kids were younger. It was after they went to bed. So grade school, like, you know, eight, eight thirty. So I would stream 
you know, nine, try to make myself get off by midnight. And then before, uh, you know, Corona, um, it was kind of the same thing, but also at the same time with co-parenting. So I would make sure it'd be on the days they weren't there. But then there were some times I would stream when they were there because they were cool with it and they wanted to see what it was like. And, um, yeah, there's plenty of times where I'd, I'd climb like crazy ranks. We'd actually be playing um, Pokemon in the background while streaming on Twitch, playing Hearthstone. Like it, it was actually pretty cool. I felt I felt I felt pretty cool, you know. Nice. But, uh, it, it, it's a good balance. Um, so I guess my situation is different with co-parenting. What about you, Nate? Uh, same. I just wait till my kid goes to bed. Uh, so for me, it's like nine, nine to midnight. Uh, I could I could go longer, but then I have to work the next morning, and so you pay for it, right? Uh, I'm more of a night yeah. owl, and I, you know I'm privileged enough. I think I'm basically the boss at work, so I sort of make my own hours, and but I try to be in by eight thirty uh, every morning, and so I try not to stay up too late. Anyways, it's the weekends are better. Then again, I think for me, I don't have it. There's no pressure for me. Like I, I'm in the same boat as as a blue train. That it's like, well. You know what? Like I stream when I want to stream, and sometimes that's once a week, and sometimes that's you know once every other month. So I don't know. It's got to be awesome. Like you, your boss at work is the coolest one at, at everybody. He's got a podcast and he plays games. <laughs> Nobody knows. <laughs> oh, yeah. it's a secret. Okay. I like to that's keep that, it that way. It's the power. It's that's the power. It really isn't like if they found out, it's not a big deal. But at the same time. Uh, I'm okay. not like anxious for anybody to find out either. It's it's very separate uh, world, but you know it's fine. Yeah. See, like you you wear a suit to work, right? Well, before COVID, I did, but but now, yeah. I mean, it's but even still, usually it's like right now lately, it's slacks on a polo shirt because we're the the doors are closed to the public, but we're still doing stuff. Uh, so wearing a born to be wild t-shirt is is not in in question like you can't do that right uh never no that's unacceptable he said never <laughs> no <laughs> i work in the legal field it's just not oh, we happening. could have we could have a nice button up collared shirt where like where your pocket is have a little born to be wild logo on the pocket what we need to do we need to get um the pins you know like you see these uh politicians they wear that little american flag pin in the lapel i need to get oh, yeah. i need to get the dragon and then i wear the dragon in my lapel pin you, you can go. do that or like a, a tie clip yeah oh now we're talking mm. or oh, oh cufflinks Ooh. I'm not that. I'll be honest with you. I'm not that bougie. I don't wear shirts with cufflinks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all mine just have buttons, but I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> we we got to get all bougie, the formal wear. This uh, this next topic, that's bougie. <laughs> all right, all right. Let's move on. Let's move on. All right, this this one is near and dear to my heart. I want to talk, it doesn't have to be that long, but I want to talk about the problem with Priest taking over the wild meta. And so when I made the Legend Climb last week, in, in going back and looking at the stats, it was uh, it was at least 40% Priest, which is crazy considering that there's 10 classes, right? And so the two decks that are prevalent at the moment are, of course, Reno Priest and 
big priest. And when it wasn't priest, I think, I, and then I was also seeing about 30% warlock. And at least with warlock, there's a combination of, is it Reno? Is it dark glare? Is it discard? Is it cube lock? And so, you know, you, you can, that one's, it could be any of, of a few different things, but priest has, has become so refined at this point. Uh, it's insanely good. And unfortunately I like resorted to playing it because I wanted to win, but I think it happens. The, the problem that I see is that it's become so prevalent that it becomes difficult to play decks that I would enjoy. Like, I I played Duin the other day on Ladder, and he was playing a Death Rattle deck that had um, the uh, Scrapyard Colossus and Nine Lives and Sylvanas yeah. in that deck, and I got oh. wrecked by it. I ended up copying Yo. the list. I I copied the list because it it my deck tracker like the game lasted yeah. long enough for my deck tracker to grab it all, and like man, that's fun, but certain things like that you know you, you want to play, play some kind of fun deck you just yeah. can't you can play it but you're not going to win with it mm. and i was i was sad and so it's sort of the question uh, or the problem of playing a quote-unquote dead glass a dead class against a hostile meta and i just wanted to get your guys's take on the priest class uh specifically and i mean I know that there's counters, but you know what do you do when a deck has taken over, you know, thirty percent of the meta, and that's actually, I mean, that's a third of your games are against priests. That's pretty crazy to me. Yeah. So the, the, what they they did the un um when they started unnerfing cards. I definitely mm-hmm. thought they should have never touched uh, Raza. Um, I know, the, but that was the card that the community just grabbed onto and was like. Unchain Raza, Unchain Raza, Unchain Raza. There's like a hashtag Unchain Raza. Um, and part of me was thinking, like, was that even, was Raza even in the plan for them to unnerf? Um, or if it was just like the community was so like crazy about it, maybe they like wrote it in, like, we're going to unnerf Raza too. Like, because every, that's the one that card that everybody seemed like they were asking about. Um, and I think that it sh- I should still be one cost, and I think anyone should still be one. Cost it was you could still OTK with it. That guy hit top two hundred legend multiple times with one cost and doing um, hero power, um, and it's just not as it's just not as like oppressive feeling now. Like it just every single spell having deal two damage to a target like attached to it, or like heal two damage to yourself for free. Like it just it's too hard to it's too hard to deal with for a lot of decks. Um, yeah, yeah. Like zero cost, like zero, zero cost is already like a problem in general, and this just gives every spell like an added ability, basically, and like, and it's a repetitive thing too. I I agree with you. I mean, I think when it was one, you could still OTK with it. Um, and I don't know. I mean, I I guess for me the frustrating thing is, it if I want to win. I don't have to, but a lot of people like you resort to playing this because it's just so refined at this yeah. point. And and then what I I sort of was seeing a lot last weekend was that you can take the shell or like the core, I suppose, is so powerful of maybe a third of the deck that you can put a bunch of bad cards yep. around it and still steal games. 
or you can play the deck poorly and still steal games because it's yeah. so strong. Yeah, I play it in the Zoth build, which is not as optimal, but I I, it's, I just enjoy it more because it has Nazoth. Um, and I I get crazy win percentages just because the 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 core of the deck is still there. Um, and I, you you can even like I've seen players jam Yog in their deck just because like and just jam random crazy stuff in their deck. Yeah, because the core is still there. So. I don't have I mean, a, guys, a real solution aside from I think that reverting it back to one, you know, it was still very strong, but not as many people were playing. I think one yeah. of the biggest issues is that Polkel offers so much consistency mm-hmm. that, you know, and there's very few counters to it, right? So someone plays Polkel. If you're playing Warlock and you have the card, okay, you know, I can play Gnome Feratu. Okay, I could play a corrupted ticket is but that's only one class and even then it's like only if you have it in your hand or then mm-hmm. everyone reverts to playing like finley and grizzled wizard to steal the hero power but do you really want to put two suboptimal cards in your deck for the other 60 percent of the matchups like no not really so yeah how do you guys feel about if Raza was worded differently about changing your current hero power to costing zero? Like, so you have to play it after Anduin? That, that actually that would be that would be very interesting. Um, it to maybe attempt to slow it down. So you would have to play. So you can play Raza at any point mm-hmm. now, and then you can play Anduin later, and you're still zero. So what if you play, you had, like, it was stated that it's your current hero power is now zero. So if you played Raza first, and you go down to zero, and you can heal yourself for free, right? And then you Anduin, now you're up to two. You'd have to do it in the other order. You'd always have to Anduin first, and then Raza. And then now you're at, at zero, yeah, but like, okay, Martian booze the chat. He said Polkelt draws Anduin before Raza, so <laughs> it doesn't. Yeah, but yeah, would, yeah. It would help okay. with the aggro matchups, though, I think, because like the fact that they can zero cost heal every turn, I think, would make it a little bit worse against aggro. That's true. Um, so I do think, I do think we, we, it would definitely, that's definitely a worse case scenario, like, than it was previous. Like, I'm not like, saying it's a perfect fix. Like, I'm just wondering what you guys think yeah, about it. I think it would. I, that that's an interesting. That's that would be interesting. I'd be curious to see how that would work. I, I thought the quest mage nerf didn't do anything, but in the long term, the quest mage nerf actually aggro did feel like it was had a better matchup now when it was five versus eight. Even though like it kind of doesn't feel like it changed, it really did. Um, I think it might be some case like that where we would still. I. I I think it would make the aggro matchup worse because yeah, you you wouldn't be able to, to get the zero cost heal. The zero, the zero cost heal is really, really crazy still too. I mean, well, you can play five cost five five that heals two basically, and then you can play your your six cost. You can play something for six that heals two, and you, know, you just keep chaining it. Um, I think that less people played it. Like when they nerfed Raza, the deck was still strong, but a lot less people played it. Yeah, now, that was before Polkelt, but yeah. You know, I mean, the same thing sort of happened with the nerf to Quest Mage. I mean, people still play it, and the deck is still strong. But even yeah. that small nerf, I remember people complaining that it wasn't enough, and I think it actually was. 
No, it was. Yeah, I think it was in the long term. I, I played a lot of quest made recently, and it, um, yeah. But Paul Kelt, Paul Kelt did change the whole entire thing. The, it the really did, yeah, didn't it? It really wrecked everything. Like, it really messed up a lot of things. Well, and you I, I, I kind of knew that was going to happen when I saw that card. Like, the fact that, like, it, it's a second Anduin. And Anduin, always, getting your Anduin was always, like, the, the problem, I felt like. Mm-hmm. And getting that Anduin consistency. Well, and you've got a background as a magic player, right? So you know a lot about tutoring cards. And I think we, we say this all the time. I think a couple of the strongest things that you can possibly do in Hearthstone, especially as RNG based as it is, are either anything that costs zero mana is always really, really strong. And mm-hmm. anything that you can do to tutor a card is really strong. And the way that you build your deck, like if I drop a pole kilt, I know exactly what I'm getting the next turn, unless I've got two cards that cost the same amount of mana. But even then I know it's got to be either one of these two or whatever it is. So, and it's a Reno Finder too, which is like feels bad too. The fact that you're gonna play four color on four and potentially draw Reno on curve, um, like you can you can easily draw Reno on curve with Polkelt on four. Um, you don't you know I it yeah I but I don't know if they can change Polkelt how, how they would that would work out unless they made it more more you know costed more. Yeah yeah I think that's the only thing they could really do. Yeah yeah to not change the soul of the card. Yeah. I mean, it could always give your charge minions plus one attack. Right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, real quick, yo, um, yo. Cut. yo as uh, somebody who got their their hearts, you know, ripped out, um, I- I'm always uh, pro, you know, nerf nerf a deck in this day and age because they took away Grim Patron. So ever since they did that, I'm ready. They can nerf Raza, they can nerf Anduin, they can nerf the Shadow, all that stuff. Take it away. That deck, I'm all set with it. I, I think his time is over. I'm good. Make a pull call five. Someone said, "Yeah, that could be okay." But white, white color is a this card that like is a, is a problem too. Like I'm, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna edit this part out of the show. Okay, you guys can talk trash on void color, and then I'll just delete it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I made a song about it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm a, I'm a. Cube Q- block is probably my favorite deck, but I agree. I mean, any time that you can cheat out big minions, like it's OP. That's why big priest is good. That's why big shaman uh, used to be good. <laughs> Nate, oh. did you not? Um, you you saw some interesting. Did you talk about the tech that you you ran into with the clockwork automaton? Oh my god! It was it. Okay, so you talk about putting. Uh, how strong the core is that you put weird combinations of stuff in the Reno priest build and still win. I ran into somebody Wednesday night who was playing Reno priest and they teched in clockwork automaton. And then, so that doubles the damage of your hero power. And then they were playing a card. I don't remember what it is. People used to play it in big priest or whatever. It summons a one, one copy and some people did it in Reno Priest as well t- to summon an extra copy of your uh, Spawn Vivid of Shadows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vivid Nightmares. It'll summon a 1-1 one, one copy. And so then they play the Vivid Nightmare on the Clockwork Automaton. So every turn they were doing 8 damage for <laughs> 0 mana uh, per per card played. It was absolutely disgusting. Wow. Like, it's not even good in that deck. And it just That's like got, a- like I just got wrecked by it. It's a targeted rag shot. Wow. Yeah. yeah. 
for free. Nerf it all. No, no, you know what's funny? What they do, I think, typically is there's these waves, right, where priests used to be the worst class for a long, long, long time, and people complain about it, right? Make make priests good. It's so bad. And they do that. They've done it with shaman in the past too. Oh, shaman's so terrible, and so they make it good, and then it gets nerfed to the ground. It's like the circle of life. You know, I can't feel bad for these other classes that got nerfed because I played this game for a long time, and every time, and not just to kiss behind because Duin's here, but every time Hunter rose to the top and saw prominence, like they just came in shooting and like they tore that class down, dude. Like they used to have so many good cards. Nope, nerf, nerf. Like <laughs> it's crazy. I, I know it's on a priest, but like I think Hunter got nerfed so many times. Where like it's yeah. crazy. We don't have any zero cost. Like, Hunter doesn't have a zero cost card anymore. Like oh, that's right. Zero cost cards. It took away uh, Hunter's mark. Yeah, Hunter's mark. Um, I guess that was the only one, wasn't it? Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's still pretty darn good at one. It's at two now. Oh, it's two. Yeah, they they, 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 they nerfed it twice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Zero yeah. to one to two. Shows how so, long yeah. it's been so, since I've played Hunter's Mark. Yeah, but that also shows that they can nerf this priest deck, and everyone will be fine. Yeah. Oh boy, is there really no zero cost Hunter cards at all? Single. Zero. None. Hmm. I know. I want. Uh, I want a zero cost card. One of my ideas for a zero cost card was. Um, just a zero cost card that refreshes your hero power. Um, I thought it would be cool oh. with a lot of hunter cards currently. Just zero cost refresh your power. Um, okay. Yeah, call it, call it second shot. So Ooh, yeah. pitch it. Yeah. That, that was that was cool. that was because it just it fits a lot of it, it would fit an even hunter. It would fit. Um, it would synergize with phase stalker and the, the mech and um, and Ooh, phase stalker. That might be too oh, much. Yeah. You've gone too far. You have to, you have to, you have to, you have to use it. Though. You have to pay two extra for it. So you have to pay four, still, because it just it would just refresh it. So I like that idea. But they get two secrets. But they would get two secrets. They would get to draw two secrets. Yes. Play two secrets. Yeah, but that's why you you got you got to kill the face doctor right away. You know, it's like <laughs> it's kind of like the ship's cannon. Ship's Maybe you don't play the face doctor right away. You wait till you can combo. Yeah. <laughs> don't put it out there naked. Yeah, I've, yeah, I've so only Nate, played Dragon Blade before. Dragon Blade's fun. I, yeah. Oh, Dragon Blade. Yeah, yeah, everyone thinks uh, Priest should get nerfed. Just nerf it to hell. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm 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 there with you. Well, good. Good, we all agree. Then we can move on. <laughs> you know what a, what a Reno Priest sands your Dragon Bane? It gets really bad. Oh, the my God. Like, they'll just wish, like, I, it happens to me. I stopped running Dragon Bane in Reno Hunter. Because they will just sans oh. it, and then just those Anduin hero power, you did, you know. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Dang. That's yeah, crazy. they just Anduin the, the Dragon Bane, and it's you just you just know it's going to be over like once they Anduin like the sans Dragon Bane. Yeah. I've never seen that happen. I had yeah. oh man, I hadn't even thought about that. That's gross. I guess you would need to play Dragon Bane to see it happen. Yeah, yeah. See, I play Dragon Bane, and <laughs> I play a lot of Dragon Bane. <laughs> oh. But it, think, it happens. It happens, and it's, it feels real terrible. I think on my legend run last week, I saw like zero hunter, maybe one, but I think it was zero. <laughs> so probably zero. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh well. All right. Well, let's 
we have, we can all agree that priest needs to be it's a dumpster fire and it needs to go that's great we let's move on then. <laughs> i want to talk about the deck uh this deck that Duin brought and i saw you post earlier i think right around i think it was probably the same day that i i hit legend you hit as well yeah. um yeah and you hit with uh, reno hunter which is super cool and you did it on stream too yeah yep yeah oh that's awesome that's got to be I was streaming cool. when we played when we played each other i was streaming Oh, okay. That's funny. I I was recording it. I think I don't know if I was streaming it or not. I definitely was recording it. It would be interesting to see the other perspective of that game. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> so you were my you were my you weren't my legend boss, but it was the one right before. Gotcha. I was at one point two when I hit you, uh, and that was a crazy, uh, just a crazy matchup. Uh, so if yeah, if anybody wants to watch it, the vod is floating around. Um, yeah. But no, that's just cool. And you were playing Reno Lock at the time, and so I yeah, guess you I was, switched over. Yeah, I was working on Reno Lock, but then I was catching a lot of priests, and um, so I just was like, you know, what, let's just play Hunter. It's it's I know it's gonna work, and it ran really well. Like I, I won five games straight to Legend. Nice, uh, nice. I mean, I lost a couple before that, so like I don't remember my record that night. Maybe maybe it was like like seven and three or something. I don't remember, but. But you know, I won five straight to get to legend, um, and had some really like cool like things happen. Like the final boss was like insane. I put a clip up. Somebody uh, played two um, tacticas against me, and um, it drew me into my oh uh, oh yeah, I saw wow. that. That was it drew you into the lethal. Yeah, yeah, he played tacticas, and then the uh-huh. next turn he played the second tacticas off Zola, and it uh-huh. it drew me into my last card in my deck was Bran, and that for lethal. And I put a clip Heart. on. Twitter. It's insane. Heart of the cards. Yeah, yeah. Is it, it Dino Dino Tamer Brand, right? So King Crush for yeah. lethal. It's yeah, so, yeah. It was so great. And then I had it, I rolled it like I, I rolled like a, a god roll on a wandering monster at rank one too, like a couple games before that, and put that on Twitter too. Where I was like, I need, I was like, I need to hit a taunt that has over five defense to win this game, and I hit a taunt with over five defense. And I was like, wow, off wandering monster. <laughs> wow, <laughs> what, what are the, what are the awesome. odds? That's awesome. Yeah, killer. Well, that's cool. I so in talking about the deck a little bit, uh, it depends when we talk about these with different people because some people, um, I guess, are deck builders, and some people are like me are more of a like a pilot. But mm-hmm. so this is a deck of your own creation, right? Yes, yes, yeah. So for the folks listening to the audio version, I'm going to read through the list real quick. But I would love to hear if if you're willing to do this kind of a, a brief discussion on your deck building. Like how how did you go about creating this deck? Like what were your thoughts? Why did you include the cards that you included and, yep. and that yep. sort of thing? All right, yep. so let me read 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 through the list real quick. I think uh, we've got a lot of people who listen to the audio version of this podcast. That's uh, and then a handful of people that watch it live, and then some people who watch it on YouTube later. But read, reading through it real quick. This is a Reno list, so these cards are all one ofs. I've got Animated Broomstick, Candle Shot, Mystery Winner, Tracking, Bear Trap, Cat Trick, Explosive Trap, Mad Scientist, Pressure Plate, Rat Trap, Scavengers, Ingenuity, Wandering Monster, Zephyrs the Great, Bran, Bronzebeard, Cloaked Huntress, Diving Griffin, uh, Eaglehorn Bow, Petting Zoo, Stitched Tracker, Zixor, Apex Predator, Spellbreaker, Lesser, Lesser Emerald Spellstone, Lotheb, Subject 9, Ziliax, Deathstalker Rexar, Reno Jackson, Dino Tamer Bran, Call of the Wild, and Zul'jin. 
All right. Yep. That was a lot. Um. Yeah. So, a secret hunter is you want to work with hunter's best mana cheat, and our best mana cheat is uh, cloaked huntress. Um. Be able to pump out free secrets. Um. Like, you have wandering monster is a two cost spell that produces a three cost minion. So there's often some mana cheat there. Um. And the fact that you can get it for free with Huntress just kind of like snowball some of the early man cheat, which is why Hunter is usually really good against aggro because we can cheat a lot in the earlier turns. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's why I like going with secret base lists. Um, also because uh, subject nine in Hunter with Huntress in particular too is that you can draw five cards. Um, I tried to make I I play six secrets so that way if Mad Scientist draws one or if I keep a secret, I'm most likely to draw five cards off my um, subject nine because Hunter has terrible card draw. Um, and to get make sure I get that card engine going, I, I play Scavenger's Ingenuity and only three beasts. So that way, Scavenger's Ingenuity actually has a 33% chance of hitting subject nine. Um, but you're also not mad if, if it hits um, uh, Zixer because turn two Ingenuity into a four six with Rush on turn three is a really good play. Also, if it hits Griffin, you have you now uh, just drew another card that's going to draw a card. So it's like not you know an ongoing filtering that you're going to be doing. So which is why I like that little engine a lot. And that was in the original Arena Hunter that a lot of players did well with. So I wanted to bring it back to, with the new cards. Um, and then with 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 the secret base list as well, you have your your man sheet like a five, you have a five man twelve twelve with spellstone. You have often a three man a six six with. Um, your petting zoo. I often will play three mana six six with petting zoo, and then I'll go ahead and play my spell set on five, and you just snowball like that. Um, you can also cheat as far as dumping a bunch of secrets into Huntress, and then playing your petting zoo the same turn. Like turn six, you, you can play subject nine, turn five, then turn six, play subject uh, Huntress, dump all your secrets, and then you play your petting zoo, and it fills the whole board. So yeah, wow, yeah. There's just some cool plays there, um, and then you have your 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 stitch tracker to help you to, to tutor. Like I stitch tracker for subject nine quite often, actually, but then you also can stitch tracker for like a Reno and for like a Zeph. And stitch tracker doesn't draw it, discover, so you will get a second Zeph or a second Reno. Um, and then you can always pair stitch tracker with Bran to get like you know to be able to discover twice. Um, and which is a play that I oftentimes will do too. Okay. I love on the top end, you know, I think it's got to be matchup specific how you play, right? So you can play yeah. defensive against aggro, but against a slower match. I mean, how cool is it to get Bran into Dino Tamer Bran for. It happens so much, actually. It happens double a lot more double King Crush Lethal? Yeah. It's yeah. Great. In the original, when I originally thought about the list, I did not think that was going to be a thing I was going to include. But it actually ended up working out where that's, a, that's actually a win con. Against, that, that's how I win against uh, Priest a lot. Um, I can just try to get them at 16 life and I can just double brand them for lethal. Yeah. Um, uh, you can also do plays where like you, you go brand into Lotheb to like lock your opponent out of spells. And then you can turn that into a, uh, you can play your brand next turn. Cause they won't be able to kill your, your, they all times anything. Can't yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you, if you go brand Lotheb the one turn, then the next turn you lay down your, uh, uh your down tamer. Um, they oftentimes can't remove it, so then you can go ahead and burst lethal that way as well. Um, 
So, yeah, it's, it's been really good in the deck. Zola can work in this deck, too. I just didn't include it in this build. If I were to play Zola in this, I'd probably drop uh, maybe Spellbreaker for Zola. The deck doesn't need a 4-drop, actually. I've, I've hit Legend with the deck without a 4-drop. So, but I wanted the Silence because of uh, the Priests. I wanted to be able to push through some of the taunts for the big priest and for some of the taunts from uh, Warlock sometimes. Yeah. It's also, it also unfreezes your cards, too, which is actually pretty relevant sometimes. You, the unfreeze your stuff. So, oh yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, the clever lethal. Yeah. It's, um, and then as far as the top end goes, Call of the Wild is just a really good card. Um, and then it, Zuljin is nice because Zuljin with um, Zephyrus is a second ward clear. So if you have to go grindy, you can play Zeph for um, like um, a board clear, and then you can get another board clear with Zuljin, which is something that Hunter lacked in the past. So we can get you know more board clears. Zuljin with board clears is interesting too because the cards are in random order. So sometimes you get the board clear first and then you'll get your spell stones that trigger second. So you'll actually clear the board and then present a board. Um, so I like that interaction a lot with Zuljin and Zeph as well. So I noticed okay. you've got both Deathstalker, Rexar, and Zuljin in this list. I know there's a lot, oftentimes a strategy on which one you play first. Can we talk about that a little bit? Yeah, so... If you draw, if you um, if you you play Rexar when you play Rexar when you feel like you're just not gonna be able to win with your hero power anymore. Like if you if you've exhausted the like Smork plan, you play Rexar, or you play Rexar to help you stabilize. Um, if uh, against actually, there's a fair amount of matchups where you can play Rexar and then Zuljin afterwards, and it's fine. Especially if the deck's going late, that Zuljin turn is so huge that. It just and it'll it'll help you end the game later in the game, um, while, while both decks are starting to go into the fatigue mode. Um, but typically, if I'm holding, if I ever like have both in my hand, I'll try to hold the the, the Rexar until I play the Zuljin. It's it's ideal to play Zuljin first then Rexar, but um, in some matchups it doesn't like against aggro, especially Zuljin just ends the game on the spot pretty much. So I if I if I'm already Rexar, I have no problem just playing Zuljin. Mm-hmm. And just full secrets. Gain the more life, and you know, so Zuljin is just a lot of fun. But the list doesn't necessarily need it. You could drop Call of the Wild and Zuljin for um for Polkelt and something like Animal Companion, um or like Quick Shot, and then you'd just be a lower to the ground deck. Like um, you could you could totally drop those two, but those two in particular are nice against Priest. I like the burst from Call of the Wild against Priest. Um, I like that they have a bunch of board clears, so that way it's just an additional board that you're going to present to them as well. Um, and I like that you get some of your key secrets, like pressure plates really good against priest. Um, cause it, it stops the, uh, spawn sometimes. Um, the armor kind of good to, it's nice to have too. So and somebody in chat said, uh, about, remember when, uh, uh, giants played in Hunter? Yes. Giants Hunter was really fun. I should play a little bit of Hunter during that time. Um, giants Hunter. That was fun. Yeah. It's still kind of viable in a weird way. There's a weird roundabout way to play it. I've done it a couple times, but yeah pressure plate uh yeah pressure plate is actually a pretty crazy card um i think it <laughs> there was one that uh killed me the other day i think i was playing aviana coon combo and it, it. wrecked yeah. that yeah yeah hey, yeah the thing- pressure plate made me so i don't have to play like bloodstinger was a card that i thought was like we're gonna have to play bloodstinger because it's so good and it's anti um combo but there's a lot of decks that you don't want to blood. Like you're kind of nervous to bloodstinger. 
you can't, you can't Bloodstinger a big priest. You're kind of nervous to Bloodstinger Renalocks too because they have such big minions. Um, like if you grab a Void Lord, you get, now you have to deal with this time. Um, so Pressure Plate actually deals with the main combo deck, which is Aviana Kuhn. Um, they can't Aviana and then Coin anymore when you have Pressure Plate out. So and Subject Nine finds it, so you can set it up where you Pressure Plate right when you think they're going to combo. If they play around it, then you can Zuljin to get it again to like put them in check again. Um, so th- it's it's been pretty nice. Yeah, against Mechathun is really good. Against the Dorian list, it does really well. Um, so Mechathun, the old Mechathun could play around it if they if they played uh, uh, Mechathun after they did all their spell casting. Um, but uh, the Dorian list, it does really well against because you have a good good chance of hitting one of the minions that um, get summoned under the board. Mm-hmm. One of the things that I like about the secrets in general, and we had this same conversation. Um, a couple weeks ago with Schmoopy Daddy was that when you're playing a secret list, it, it just it it doesn't even matter what they are oftentimes because mm-hmm. it forces your opponent to play suboptimally. Yes. And then in chatting with Ben, I know Ben has been playing a ton of Reno Secret Mage and was saying, hey, a lot of times you can bluff your opponent yes. based on, you know, you don't even have the right secret, but if you set it up the right way, they're going to play around the secret that they think it is. That's yeah. so fun to do. It really is psychological warfare. <laughs> yeah, I've set my opponent to two, and um, played a secret and well played them, <laughs> hoping they would just concede and not attack into my face because they thought it was explosive. And yeah. it worked maybe once or twice in like a ton of games. <laughs> but like I, I have, I have been known to, to bluff those. Yes, um, or you just take all their big, the small minions off the board and you play a secret. They'll make them think it's freezing. Um, they they almost always play around freezing if they can. Um, well, yeah, especially some like Big Priest or one of the decks where, you know, if you get something that costs nine or ten yeah. and it gets sent back in your hand, now it's unplayable. So and it's pretty rare I play freezing because I found out you don't have to play freezing to play freezing. Like they'll play around it, if, it you know, enough where like you can you can just bluff it. Also, but Mystery Winner allows us to find freezing now, which is nice. Right. 30, 31 card deck. Yeah. The only time I don't mind the freezing is a lot of times if I'm playing Q block and I've got, if I've got skull, then it doesn't matter. I took out the weapon removal in here because the the weapon decks haven't been as relevant. Um, Nobody's playing Q block this month. Except me. (laughs) And King's Bane is like not as relevant as it was. So I took out the ooze, but no, that does feel bad when those, when that happens for sure. Well, yeah, no, it's it's a it's a solid deck. Um, I it's it's pretty well rounded. I've always had luck with it. It's probably one of the stronger hunter decks, just based on how well rounded it is. I want to explore more death rattle versions of it now with Jewel, because um, I've had luck with Nazoth lists before. So I want to try try the try the Jewel list now with it. Yeah. Hey, uh, what is your what are your thoughts on rifle on Ringling's rifle? rifle? Um, I think it's. I think it's good. I haven't tried it in pure Secret Hunter and Wild. Um, I I've tried it in a couple. I need to spend more time with it. Um, I will. It's not. I do not have the card in Golden, so maybe that's why it's not in the opposite many lists. <laughs> um, but I did craft it on Asia, and I've played it. And it's th- those Hunter secrets are good, and discovering secrets are good. So I think it's. I don't. I, I to see in standard. Do they play it in the aggressive decks? I don't know if they play it in the aggressive decks. I don't think it's very aggressive. Um, I've played it in some of the more like mid range control lists, and it feels fine. Um, our the fork our fork cost slot 
needs cards anyway, so it fits that slot. So, but really? it didn't. It didn't get cut in this list just because. It just. It, this list is a pretty. Tight, this is a pretty tight list, actually. Um, like I've started to really like broomstick. Broomstick with spellstone and, um, teacher's pet is really nice. You can drop your your four three threes and then give them all rush. Um, broomstick is also the nuts with uh, Rexar because you can get huge lifesteal beasts and drop broomstick down the same turn and give those huge beasts rush. Nice. Yeah, that's nuts. I love broomstick with big boys. Yeah, so you can do broomstick with the big Rexar beasts and then broomstick with like Call of the Wild and like there's just a it was just nice and Griffin finds it. So I don't, this, list, this list is just extremely tight. Like I want a quick shot in here. I can't figure out where to fit it. Yeah. Um, I mean, honestly, in looking at it, the only card that I look at that's like a flex spot would be the Spellbreaker. That's it. Spellbreaker, yeah. You could kind of think about Zixer, but then you might want to consider another beast. Because then you might, like with two beasts, that might be iffy. Or another Rush. But I honestly, I kind of like Zixer, too. Like, it's been, it's, it's pretty consistent when you have Ingenuity, Griffin, and Zixer all together. Like, the, 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 find the, the find the prime. And then Call of the Wild plays Ingenuity again, so if you didn't find it already, you're going to find it that way, too. Right. So. Well, Zixer has such good value, and I think the rush is is always nice. So Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's just, just, yeah, it's been overall just solid, for sure. Um, Brain, I guess, could be a flex spot, but I still kind of like it. It's really, it's just a, it's a tight list. So we, we just couldn't fit. So, it's called, the four class slot is a meta thing. Like, Dragon Bane can be there. Um, Spellbreaker, you can put like, you know, that, that is a, definitely the flex spot. I do appreciate the curve in this deck. Like, you definitely have a top end. Yeah. But it's extremely low to the ground. Yes. Like, so that you can have a really good mulligan. Yeah. And like a really good starting opening hand. The majority of the deck is three cost and below, right? Yeah. 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 So that's that's you're gonna do really good in aggro. Like you'll do like you would do really good in aggro. Yeah. Um tracking is another card that is a flex spot technically, but I for some reason can never drop it. But some players do. I tracking is a very skilled based card kind of. It's really it's that's one of the hardest cards for me to explain. I um, I think I can I can share a little like bit. No, like no, no, no. I did I didn't oh. used to, and I'll tell you my thoughts on tracking oh. because I've I've grown as a player. I know yeah. I used to I used to have an absolute hate for tracking because you you know what tracking says is you essentially you know, you look at three cards from your deck, you get to keep yeah. one and you discard the other two. And I was so frustrated that like I don't I don't want to like, discard the other two. Like if you shuffle yeah. the other two in your deck, that'd be OP. But mm-hmm. I think I think where it's a very skill testing card. It almost reminds me of Illusia in some regards because you play it when you need to play it. Like it, it yeah. will find you an answer. And yeah. like there's games that I would not have won if it weren't for tracking. Because yeah. like like I'm not gonna play it on one, you know. I, a lot of times I'm gonna play it when I need a um I need an I answer to something. And so when you, you know, you, you pull your tracking and it gives you a Reno Jackson or it gives you a Rexar um, or it gives you lethal with call of the wild or brand or something like that. It's like, Oh yeah. And I'll take that, especially late game. I've got two secrets and a dino stalker or, or dino tamer brand. Like that's exactly what I want. 
And so, but it takes um, some time and growth as a player to get over the downside to realize how positive the upside is. So, so you with one of the thing that you have to, um, with tracking, you consider those as cards you would have never drawn. Like you, yeah. you have to those as, those are just two cards you would have never drawn. And then you've just found an answer to the situation that you're that you would have not gotten before either. So like it's 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 a positive. You have to pretend uh, they were on the bottom of your deck. Yeah, yeah. You have to pretend like those two cards you would have just never drawn in that game. Um, I'll sometimes play subject nine and and actually overdraw. I'll just I'll just take the one the one mill card just because I'm going to consider that card as a card I would not have drawn just because I have now thinned my deck out five cards. So I've increased my my I made all my draws better now. Even though I milled one card, I made the rest of my draws better the rest of the game. So I'll sometimes just play subject nine, hit my ten, and just mill the one card. It feels bad when it's one of your main cards, but like again, I just consider that a card I would have never drawn. But yeah, uh, Ben in the comments too. Ben's actually played very very close to this version before um, with some success as well. Um, I think he took it to a tournament, um, but it's pretty much the same list from before that I felt was very strong, um, just with new the, the with two new cards basically. What's your thought on Mystery Winner? How good has it been? We were we were wondering about that when we did the uh the card review. Um I so I really like so Secret Plan is actually surprisingly pretty good. This is Secret Plan on a body. Um I like that I can pair it on turn four with Bran, and I've done that sometimes. Um because I just you know, just a one cost battle cry that you just get I get two secrets. Um I like that it allows you to to pick, like, key, it allows you some flexibility to pick key secrets that are going to mess up the matchup. Like, you can get, uh, you can get a extra pressure play, or you can get extra cat trick, or like, you can get an explosive. Like, the hunter secrets in general are pretty flexible and pretty good. Like, when you get a, when you get the discover, um, so I, I do like that flexibility. Um, and it's kind of nice too. Sometimes, sometimes I'll stitch tracker for mystery winner if I need a secret to pair with like a spellstone. So you, you know, you just have that. That as well. Um, I think Mystery Winner gets a lot better with Huntress because you can play it for free. So you can on turn one, you can play Mystery Winner, get a secret. Turn two, you can play Scientist. Then turn three, you can play the secret that you got with Mystery Winner for free. So it curves a lot better than if you didn't have Huntress too. So yeah, no, no, yeah. Uh, I didn't play Secret. I never played Secret uh, Plan in Reno Hunter unless it was Reno Spell. Mystery Winner definitely makes the makes the cut. But secret plan is I like it. I still like it in spell based hunter lists um, a lot because it allows you to run less secrets in the deck for your spell stones, but you still have the flexibility. Okay. Yeah. So I, I do. I'm. I am very happy that some of these cards, um, lesser emerald spellstone in particular, got reverted after the nerf. Oh, that was. Huge. Uh, it's always yeah. been one of my favorite spell stones, especially because it was. It's relatively easy to trigger for a full. Uh, for its full effect, and even then, if yeah. you, you know, even if you get three wolves, it's good. Yeah, so. yeah, you know, yeah, three, three. Honestly, spell stone for three wolves is totally fine. Um, I mean, spell stone for two wolves is like, it's you know what it is what it is. I've I do it a lot, but yeah, the three wolves is perfectly fine. That's that's very doable on curve. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm no, I'm super glad that was one of my favorite cards. Like being a like secret hunter in general is just like I love. And then I got to I get. They they unnerfed uh, Call of the Wild as well, so we got to play both of them in this deck. Yeah, that's really cool. exciting. Is yeah. there any? Do you think that the regular version of Secret Hunter is is good or is viable, or is the Reno version just strictly better? 
it's the real version is like basically strictly better because of like aggro. You're just a bit more consistent against aggro. Um, and having access to Zephyrus allows you to deal with some of the high rolls that the other list just can't deal with. Um, like just putting the bodies on the board, like the three threes. It just like you're, and then like if you do that, and then all of a sudden a uh, Reno, uh, Reno, uh, sorry, big priest player starts to like just go wide with taunts. You're just done. But now if you have Zeph, you can push those wolves through the taunts. Um, and like same with uh, the warlocks. Once they go wide with the taunts, you have Zeph to push through those taunts. Um, I do think that you could actually probably explore Zeph in a Reno in a non-Reno secret hunter. Because Subject 9 thins that deck out so fast in tracking that it becomes a Reno list extremely fast. It's something I've talked about, I just haven't done it yet. Yeah, if you're drawing enough cards, there's decks you can totally run it in. Yeah, because with, right. with, track, with tracking and Subject 9, you can turn yourself into a Reno deck super fast. Yeah, yeah for remember, sure. It's, it's such a good card that it's kind of worth exploring to do that yeah. in a deck with duplicates that you draw that much. Yeah, I remember yeah. in Standard a while back when uh, Descent of Dragons was out, they were doing playing Reno in the Galakron Warlock because you would draw your your entire deck. It was like, oh, cool. It's, it's, yeah. So, and Zeph yeah. can get you surprise lethal sometimes too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, when it surprises yourself as well. Like, oh! <laughs> yeah. I, at the beginning, that happened a lot. I'd be like, oh, well, <laughs> Oh, that's lethal. I didn't Blood think about bust. Whoa. Yeah, I didn't, like I didn't think about all these other class cards that like, you know, I just never thought about those cards. So Bloodlust was like, oh my gosh, I have lethal. Like all over the place. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's that's so funny. It's like, oh the card was smarter than I was. But the fact <laughs> that every deck has access to like all the decks that have access to flare hasn't been very fun for Secret Hunter though. Like <laughs> having to face flares all the time is like ah uh, like yeah, that's been a little annoying, but yeah. Yeah. Well, at least sack pack isn't the same as it was. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that that was nice for me though, because a hunter player like being able to deal with like void lords and get heal five. Like, um, as a hunter player, I, sack pack was I liked I liked having it in the Zeph pool, but it, it it needed to be done. It got nerfed so. to the ground. Like it's no longer playable. <laughs> well, it it made Jaraxxus no longer playable. Yeah. So, I mean, not to say Draxxus yeah. is playable. Yeah, yeah, but it was just it was just to point but, where, like, you know, it, it destroyed Lord Draxxus. Like, it's just done forever. The fact that you could just play Zeph and get, like, heal five, deal with a big demon, just, it didn't feel like it fit. fit. Right. So. No, it's true, it's true. Cool. Well, well, I'm yeah. looking to forward yeah. to see how this deck works. Me too. I'm really excited to... to get on the ladder and play some games that looks like a lot of fun. Uh, anybody have any other last minute questions or anything about the deck or, or anything for Duin before we move on? Uh, I do have a really big question. Yeah. How long have you been growing your beard? Oh, this? So I've been shaved. I probably been shaved since like, probably been shaved I, since like April or March-ish. <laughs> I probably haven't shaved since yeah, I mean I've so I've, I've shaved underneath like underneath here. Oh yeah, got to get that neck beard out. Yeah, of yeah, 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 yeah. I haven't. Tri- I have to trim up. I've just been lazy. Working yeah. from home and just just being at home all time just gotten lazy. Um, well, see, I, the thing I, is, I like it in the wintertime. Like I do like it getting longer. Um, yeah, and I've had a beard 
like I've had facial hair in general for like six or seven years now. We're like, yeah. So I, I do, it doesn't ever, it doesn't feel itchy or anything. Um, yeah. Must from this because this could this certain did the grow over and it's it's not fun to eat like that <laughs> i used to I, I used to have the beard i don't anymore work things but i can't get caught in certain machinery and instruments so i can't have a beard but when i first met my wife i did have a nice bushy beard and she loved it and then i had to shave it off and she was not happy about it yeah i probably looked way different because it's been so long uh, my wife doesn't really remember before, actually, I've had it longer than six years. I've had it for a long time. Um, question, it's what, always funny to see somebody who has a big beard and then see their face without it because you know them. Like when we look at you, we see you yeah. with your beard, and then yeah. if we saw you without it, we'd be like, "Who's that guy?" Yeah, yeah. It'll be it'll be a lot less soon, but it'll still be there. Like, yeah, it'll be just a lot less soon. Um, probably this weekend, I should probably do it, but we'll see. We'll see. Ain't no pressure, man. I like it. You're lucky, like it's it's nice and solid, uh, one color. You know, mine is all salt and pepper now. So even if I wanted to grow, I my mean, whole chin is especially like it started on one side all gray, and then slowly started on the other side all gray. And uh, there's a few, there's a few tiny ones in there, but they they are they're camouflaged. You know, you don't you don't see them very tuck well. Tuck them under the, uh, the the brown ones. Yeah, yeah, you know, you know. Um, so maybe a question: for, What hunter card would you uh, buff doing? Um, I, that's that's tough. I mean, so like, probably you probably want to start talking about buzzard, like five mana three two. Like you can change the stats a little bit there. It could get better. Yeah, the nerf yeah, was five, too. Five, too, three, too like, it, it does not see like it sees zero play. The card used to be like see play all day every day. Like now it sees absolutely zero play. So like that that's a card that could be touched. Um, Savannah also, high main to six six. I'm also a fan of hunter's mark. Still, I think that should be. I mean. I pl- it was very playable at one. It feels very bad at two. It was amazing at zero. <laughs> give us a zero cost card. Like just give us a zero cost card. I like the idea of like a tundra rhino that makes your beasts have charge. That would you could get some crazy OTKs with that. I mean, even now you can, but I think it's not a little probably not good enough to drop in any deck right now. But yeah, I played a I played a, a Zixer deck that tried the OTK with uh, Rhino. Um, but it, I just, I got beat by pull Kelt on four and just, I was just <laughs> in, in taunts, um, that I just, just it couldn't get the work. Let me ask you, what is your question on the new, uh, trampling Rhino? I need to play it more. Um, it's good in beast hunter. Like I like I like it in the beast hunter list. Um, it's been okay in spiteful hunter. I have a spiteful list where I'm trying it instead of, um, the silence i'm playing two spellbreakers i'm trying it instead of spellbreaker because it it can like push damage through the taunts um and it's felt okay but i need to be explored more i just haven't had i i've been playing a lot of battlegrounds <laughs> i'm not gonna lie <laughs> I, need to more, I need to play more ladder i've got some people on discord that like it um i think it could be played in some a more aggressive reno hunter list maybe um it needs to be explored more. With Dire Frenzy, it'd be kind of cool. You know, maybe even there's some things with Katharina that wouldn't be terrible to get. Like, it, it should be explored more. Uh, YG Dragon uh, made the suggestion of rotating Hunter's yeah, Mark. Yeah. Make it zero. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that'd be really cool. Well, Hunter's Mark was zero. There was some cool things you could do with it where you'd play like um, 
knife juggler and like like snake trap and like you did like hit their their thing for zero to make that a one. So they attacked into your knife juggler, like the snake trap would kill like there's just some cool little things that used to happen back in the day with zero cost um hunter's mark. And I'd just be interesting to see us get a zero cost card again. Like so if they if they did a, a rework and they, they moved that stuff over, that would be that would be cool to see it at zero again. Yeah, we'll see. There's talk about the whole yeah. classic set possible rework rotation stuff happening. I don't, we don't know, but we'll see. Yeah, so that, if that's the case, that would be cool to see some of those cards like reverted. Like maybe even like give the Hunter Buzzard back to see. Like Oh, you know. can we make Leroy four again? <laughs> I played even Hunter. <laughs> it'd be pretty nasty in uh, um, even shaman. They give them like it might be a, it, that'd be interesting. Zero cost <laughs> power overwhelming. Zero cost zero cost zero cost shadow flame. Power overwhelming was always one, I think. Yeah, no shadow flame. Yeah, no p- power overwhelming was only rotated. I don't think it changed. Yeah, no, no, no it didn't change. No, Lee yeah. even decks. <laughs> Good stuff. Hey, doing. Where can people find you, dude? If they want to follow your content, if they want to watch you stream and follow your decks on on Twitter and all that. Oh yeah, um, uh, at doing HS on uh, Twitter, um, and then uh, Twitter dot com slash doing HS, uh, D U W I N H S, and uh, yeah, you can just Google doing HS, and I I believe that they come up right away too. So yeah, yeah, that's right. Hey, Hydra, where can people find you? You can find me at Hydralisk underscore HS on Twitter and Twitch. And you can always find me here on Friday nights at 6 p.m. PST. Beautiful. Mike, what about you? I actually want to skip shouting me out. I want to shout some other people out. Um, I want to shout out all the wild streamers who've been hosting me over the past month, two months, three months. Uh, so, Holy Elvis, Doing HS. We got Wildcard HS, uh, Hazer Streams, uh, Concerned Mom, uh, Keith. Uh, Keith Numbers, for those who may not know, I'm sorry, Keith Numbers, um, Corbett, um, we had Cream Puff, uh, Slizzle, um, just a whole lot of people who are stream wild, who are known in the community, and um, I just appreciate everybody who's helped um, me grow over the past few months. Um, I really pushed like four months ago when I knew like there's a new set coming out. I was on the podcast, so I really appreciate the past four or five months, all the support. So thank you to everybody who's helped out. And for those who I did, who I did mention, you guys too, but that's one thing to, to like take the time real quick to point it out because Duan's here. So I'm trying to, you know, name people on his level that stream. Uh, Heck yeah. You're a rock star, Mike. Yeah, you are, Mike, for sure. Always love hanging out in your streams. So, and I love having you on the show as well. Appreciate, uh, appreciate. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. If you guys are looking to find me, uh, I'm mostly active on Twitter. It seems to be where most of the wild Hearthstone people are. And so that's what, that's what drew me to it. I'm not a huge social media fan, but, uh, I like interacting with everybody. So you can find me on Twitter at Nate Wolf TCG. It's N A T E W O L F E T C G. More importantly, you can find the show at born to be wild hs.com again it's born to be wild hs.com if you go to our website that's where you can find all of our other content so uh the it's got links to the discord it's got links to the youtube it's got uh the the, the parody songs it's got deck lists pretty much everything and so that's what i would recommend and if you guys are really interested in um asking questions or learning more 
the Discord is a really great place to hang out. For those of you who aren't familiar, it's basically a very large and interactive wild community that we have there. We've, we post deck lists, we post jokes. There's a lot of conversation. And all around, it's a very welcoming and positive community. So I highly recommend that. And again, the link to that, if you go to our website, you click on the find us, there's a link to the discord. So, um, anyways, yeah, thank you all for, for being here tonight. Thank you doing for donating your time on this Friday evening. It's great to be hanging out with you and thank you to everyone in chat. We've had a bunch of people here and chat with us this whole night and, uh, it's been, it's been great. Love hanging out. If you guys want to stick around after the show, we could do a little bit of co-op games and play this deck that Dewin brought tonight on, on the wild ladder. And that should be a blast to, uh, as and now, tradition here, unrelated advice with Nate Wolf. So I got to ask you guys a question. Uh, maybe you can give us some advice. It is, it is now the winter time and we're starting to see a lot of rain, some snow, depending on where we're at. So what is your guys' advice for getting through the winter? I'll start with Duin. Uh, Grow a giant beard. <laughs> you're so warm. <laughs> um, Grow a giant beard. Yeah. Um, just try just be positive and um, just try to enjoy staying inside more. We're all kind of used to staying inside more now, so maybe it'll be a little better this year. Who knows? Um, but yeah. Yeah. Hydra, what about you? Yeah, I suppose the less you drive, the better you're off, right? Yeah, depending on where you are. But you should invest in toques. Hey, there you go. Yeah, no, right. it's even tonight, I went to go pick up. We've, we've started doing the Hydra, uh, pick up, picking up pizza on Friday nights. And I went to go pick it up. It's dark. It gets dark at four, like four o'clock, 430 here. Yeah. Pour, pouring rain out. Like, man, I can't see anything. And uh, like, yeah, the more you like stay inside, it's probably a lot safer. <laughs> it is. It's, it it really is. You could also hold on. So I got this toque. Also, you can invest in growing your hair long. That also keeps your head a little warm. I need a bit of a haircut. If you guys can see that, but yeah. you can get a a born to be wild toque. Um, oh. oh. Okay. <laughs> Product placement. Mine does not say board too well. I need to get that, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, yeah. what about you? What are you what do you what are your uh, survival tips of getting getting through the winter? Man, um I feel bad answering this for people because like this is tough. So I live in New Hampshire and I work from eight thirty till three and Sunset is at like four ten, four eleven. So like from the second I get out of work, there's like this mad dash to like figure out what to do with this one hour of sunlight. So Megan the other day jokingly but seriously had dubbed it fifteen hours of darkness. Where like it's always just dark around here and when we're working, we're inside where it's daylight and then when we get out there's just one hour of daylight. Ah. So I guess um no I guess. I know what we've been doing is, I guess, the same thing uh, as quarantine, just finding various shows that we'll watch and then activities around the house and then together and then activities solo. So like me doing um, any kind of Twitch or her own things or she likes to play Sims or activities that she's engaging in. Um, I guess that's just going to be the focus until like we get more sunlight because 
with what with, with my work hours and how this daylight savings works, I get like one hour or something like a day on weekdays. So weekends, I'm going to love it, but it's tough, man. Like I got friends who live in San Diego. It's always 70. It's always sunny. Like it sounds great. <laughs> yeah. No, I hear you. We, yeah, we don't get that sunlight here. That's yeah. for sure. Not gonna I'm have on the any, losing side. It's tough. Uh, I'm not going to have any sunlight for the next probably four months or so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's tough, man. All right. Good tips, you guys. I appreciate it. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Wiser words were never spoken. You heard that on Born to be Wild. to make great podcasts but i play wild (laughs) i was hoping we'd get big real fast but we play wild well i'm thankful for the three fans that we have yeah hey because we play wild because we play wild because we play wild i was gonna sign an esports deal but i play wild I was gonna win Grandmasters League, but I stream wild. Mike Low TV is an OG, and y'all know why. Yeah, because I play wild. Because I play wild. Because I play wild. La da 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 da. I was gonna craft all decks and gold, but I play wild. I started in standard five years ago, but now I play wild. This habit is more expensive than I could ever know. Because I play wild. Because I play wild. Because I play wild. I was going to collect every card, but then I played wild. Saving money shouldn't be that hard, but I played wild. It takes forever to get all that heart, because I play wild. Because I play wild, because I play wild, because I play wild. I was gonna record the Hearthstoners, but I played wild. She was even gonna come over, but I played wild. Now the episode's two weeks late, and I know why. Because I play wild, because I play wild, because I play wild. I wanna play really fun decks, but I play wild. I wanna stream combos at rec, but I play wild. But now I'm dead to darkling, haunted fire. Because I play wild, because I play wild, because I play wild. I'm gonna innovate this expansion, but I play wild. He's gonna climb up with some jank, but I play wild. Found Jimin, more aggro druid, and y'all know why. Because I play wild, because I play wild, because I play wild.